Welcome to episode 86, part one of the Movie City Maniacs. On tonight's episode, we talk about the top 10 horror movies of 2020. everyone to the movie city maniacs i'm kyle i'm maddie i guess i'm adam and uh yes we are covering our best of 2020 films well yeah i guess top best horror yeah best horror but yeah, i was gonna get to, i was gonna say okay. best of 2020 films this is our first part where we're gonna cover a horror jesus all right, guys all right, all right, but all right. um yeah really this Do you want to start over again is that no no <laughs> and by best for me it's most, wor- most palatable yeah, least worst for me. Least worst, yeah. Of 2020. Um, yeah, so, I mean, we I've kind of talked about it a bit. I did not enjoy 2020 as a year for film. I mean, obviously, there's other shit going on, so it, it kind of makes sense. But, um, yeah, I, I struggled this year um, for both lists. And it's weird because I know horror, especially a lot of other groups that I follow, everyone was like, this is the best year for horror, and there are so many good things. Nice. And no. everything I checked out, I was just like, eh. eh. Like, I think this is the first year, spoiler here, that the highest rated film on my top 10 is a three and a half on Letterboxd. Like, that's not good. No. Like, my whole list ranges from three and a half to three. It's a bunch of pretty good movies. Yeah, <laughs> like, I, I have my two at the top, I guess, would be fours but they're barely fours they're like stuff that i go if i was grading on a like a hundred point scale they're 78s like they're not it's not 82s or something like i I feel very similar except next week i'm really excited to talk about my top 10 of the year okay because i've had a great actually top 10 the year but i don't think any of my picks here would make my top 15 total and last year so you want to talk about harley quinn is what you're going at like last year i would have had you know maybe two in my top 10 overall list if we if we did it that way and they would have both been like 8.5 and above sort of sort of yeah you know what even on this like i think um yeah maybe two might have make my top 10 of overall yeah, I, and they I, would be sneaking in, kind of deal. I think both of my lists, like, I don't think I yeah. have any. And the weird thing is, like, I find like number ten and number four could be kind of interchangeable yeah. in a weird way. Yeah, I, 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 I yeah, I find my number yeah. all of them could be interchangeable. <laughs> yeah. This, yeah, I mean, it, uh, I have a, like, I, I, I still will say, like, I'm going to talk about a bunch of stuff I really liked and enjoyed yeah. with caveats. Yeah, I'm just going to talk yeah. about a bunch of stuff I thought was pretty good. Yeah, <laughs> I mean, I've always, I'm always a picky. I'm sure listeners yeah. know I'm not a modern horror guy. Like, give me anything pre 2000s, maybe even pre 90s, and you know, I can every year I can pull up 20, 30 films I love. But when yeah. it comes to like modern, modern horror, horror it's, it's just not my thing. I struggle every year, but this year even more so. And it's kind of funny. I mean, I'm sure we'll find out when we go through these lists. But one thing I've noticed 
me and Adam, when it comes to earlier films, horror films, we tend to agree, for the most part, not on everything. I mean, you're not a slasher guy. There's certain uh, genres, subgenres you're not as into. But when it comes to modern horror film, I feel like we are complete polar opposites. I feel like every time I get excited about a film and then I look at your rating and you completely tore that film, <laughs> and then vice versa, films you like get excited about and then I watch them like, that was not good. Um, yeah, well, so I, 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 I did is. notice as we were watching, and, and there was a moment the other day where you really liked something. I think Maddie... Well, I wouldn't say really liked, but, but. <laughs> but like you were, three and a half for me is like that's still a really good rating, yeah, like yeah. for you especially. So I I, I switched what I was gonna watch <laughs> at the last second. I was like, you know what? I was gonna watch this other movie, which might make your list that I think you watched today, and I didn't. And I watched this other movie, and boy, did I fucking hate it! Yeah. I, like, <laughs> like it's there's a couple that I really hated this year. And I'll talk about those, but yeah. this, I, this is up there. I'm curious if this one is not on your list. It's probably on your list. What? What is it? Was it the Jay Sheldon one? Yeah. Well, let's, let's is, wait is, until is, we get is into this it. a spoiler? Because it's not on your list. So <laughs> no, it's not on my list. But I, I don't maybe know if it's, it's on Kyle's list or not. It's a three and a half. Don't I don't yeah. know if it's on my list because I haven't finished my list. Okay. Well, <laughs> I'm gonna like I'm gonna yeah. edit it. I have like the last couple that I don't yeah. know where they're going. So I am we'll having find a out. hard time with number ten right now. Yeah. So, so well, should I start then? Yeah. Go well, for wait, it. Oh, Yeah. We got a birthday boy here. It was Maddie's birthday a couple days ago, or was it last? I guess it was last. Uh, Thursday. 56, so never I felt so nice. Believe. I don't look a day over 54, right? <laughs> <laughs> so about two months ago, I had this like zany idea that I'm going to get someone I don't know that well flowers for his birthday. Just kind of like a, a straight, like a random like neighbor or like a coworker. It'd be so funny to get a dude flowers if you don't know him because it'd be like, what? why is he giving me flowers? Yeah. It's so awkward. And I just said this joke or like this theory to everyone I know. And then like, I guess... Uh, my boss and my wife picked up on it, so I got flowers when I came into work on Friday. Like you got a lot, though. Eh? I got about like a seven nine hundred dollars worth of flowers. <laughs> yeah, it was pretty awesome. I'm not gonna lie. I felt like a runner-up in like a beauty pageant. We did not participate in the flower game, though, because no. we got you stuff that is useful. I know it's too bad you can't return the flowers. Yeah, like, yeah, you yeah, know, no. like where you secretly oh, return my, the gifts. My house looks gorgeous right now. <laughs> That's guys. true. I'm not gonna lie. Like it's a nice looking living room right now. Did you put them like in the bathtub and like? No, no, I just. Turned my, L- my had him leading up the stairways, <laughs> yeah, exactly. and then Hannah came home, and you were just like hey, naked, you know, laying a across the bed over top of my. Uh... <laughs> you ruined flowers for her for the rest of her yeah. life. That sounds like some jealous shit, right there, buddy. <laughs> uh, yeah, no, yeah. Why don't you okay. uh, open up the gifts we got you for your birthday? Here is uh, from Kyle. Oh, it's a boar birthday. <laughs> Happy boar day. <laughs> There's a picture of a boar blowing out candles. <laughs> That's actually kind of amazing. Thank you. I had to. I Thanks, took the board poster and made a shitty uh, birthday card. I, I love it. So now, um, Maddie's opening some other stuff. We should do it like a. That, that, oh, you son of a bitch! I was wondering where this was. Oh, that's awesome. It's very exciting. Uh, it is a chia cat grass. Uh, we've pretty much been giving this to each other for the past like fifteen years. <laughs> I know, and I forgot about it the one year. It's been at my house for like two. And my kids oh, were like, "Oh, I want to open it." And like, oh, I, you're like, awesome. "Don't let them open it." <laughs> I did not see this coming. Oh, that's fantastic. I think I gave it to you. Like, I snuck into your house and put it under your tree one year, <laughs> which is kind of awesome. So it's the same one. It's the exact same one. (laughs) It's so ridiculous. Oh, this is awesome. Good work, buddy. Thank you. Thanks, man. Oh, and there's a Blu-ray in here. Yeah, a sneak one. Oh, the big sleep. 
Awesome. Oh, amazing. Yeah, so we've been talking about noirs, and then I've been trying to get, I tried to get you one on Christmas, but like yeah. all the ones that I liked, I don't know what happened, but they all skyrocketed in price. Some of them went out of print. And then like, and that one too, like it was really expensive. And I'm like, I don't like Maddie this much. Yeah, right. <laughs> but then like right at the thing, I was able to like get it in time with Amazon Prime. I had like a heart attack. I'm like, whoa, that's like finally, you know, reasonable awesome. price. And that worked out because that's like, that was my, fa- I think that was my favorite noir. And I think you really liked that as well. Right? Yeah, that, that's top, at least top five. I, I, Do you think the uh, price of these Blu-rays are going up because people are listening to this podcast and they're realizing how much you <laughs> well, like that, them? That's a Warner <laughs> Archive one. So that one you can only get in the States. Oh, like, awesome. They don't sell it in stores here. But yeah, I'm I'm thinking that's Sweet. a good one to start off with and uh, see if you get the bug. Uh, like it, it Should hit I me watch with the and... 1945 version or the 1946 version? Is a question I'm wondering. Whichever one has Bogart in it. Yeah, they're all alternate they both, versions. Yeah, oh, alternate versions. Yeah. yeah. Oh, okay. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> one was the yeah, yeah, yeah. I know what you're talking about. Well, thanks, buddy. I watched the one that had the most footage. Yeah, I believe that's the one you're the one supposed you're, yeah. to watch. The 46 version? I think the other one, they cut out some stuff that was like, offensive at the time. Like, kind of, um, not offensive. I, they, they the made I'm looking Hayes for? Code yeah. issues, I'm, I'm, yeah. I'm pretty sure. Oh, what's this? And another one from uh, Adam for The Chapman. Oh, no. Is this like a card that's going to take him 10 minutes yeah. to read? <laughs> no, it's, it's not that long. They, they didn't give me enough space. <laughs> you have to decipher? This is a card for Maddie, Hope your birthday is really something to talk about. And there's a little picture of a taco with a hat. <laughs> <laughs> Celebrate like there's no tamale. Happy birthday. <laughs> Maddie, a.k.a. Chatty, a.k.a. The Chatman. This card just yelled at me, do get for you. To get for you. <laughs> My writing is so Because you always care about tamales to the point that I think you might sell your body or even your family for one. Sell your body or family for even one. Don't enslave your family over that tasty treat. Love, Adam and Tammy. Well, thanks, buddy. No worries. <laughs> I do love taco cards. The the card choice was Tammy. <laughs> the 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 yeah yeah she, she gets me man. Hastily ridden right up with me. <laughs> I think that's just like a flow from your brain. Is it's gorgeous? Oh Heather's. So this was was oh, this amazing? Was this your top, thanks, buddy? Over yeah yeah the yeah. First time watching last year. Oh thanks man, that's awesome. Yeah, if you guys haven't seen Heather's, it's fucking amazing. I have owned it for the longest time, and I have not watched Dude, it. Dude, you got to check it out. It's in my it's pile, awesome. but again, I'm fucking forced to watch this 2021 movie, <laughs> which makes me even more angry about them. Oh, you're already on 2021, hating 2021. No, I'm enjoying 2021. Oh, okay. 2021 is starting off yeah. nicely. Zack Snyder? Uh, my boy, we're not going to talk about it, because don't, we don't got it 45 minutes to get into that. But, uh, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> So I, do I have to watch this? No, you won't like it. <laughs> <laughs> it's not. I don't think it's going to change. Here's the thing. It's not. If you don't mm-hmm. like Zack Snyder, it's not going to change your mind. If you're into like the Marvel Avengers films, and you didn't like Zack Snyder, you may enjoy this one more because it's kind of. It's like almost like Zack Snyder doing an Avengers film. But in your case, where you didn't really like either one of those, it's not going to be for you. But if you're a Zack Snyder guy. You're going to probably enjoy it. It's much better than the theatrical version. And if you didn't like Zack Snyder, but you're into the Marvel films, this is his closest, like... I mean, again, he said from the beginning, that's why I don't know why people were upset, that BVS was the Empire Strikes Back. That was, like, the dark middle, and right. this was going to be the the lighter, you Fair. know... I mean, how do you There's do even a, Ewoks in this, right? Like in the oh, new yeah, version? oh, yeah, yeah. And I love Ewoks. Is but there Ewoks? Yeah, yeah and they, they say, uh, <laughs> this is a society, right? Or something like that. You know what's funny? <laughs> that's not in the movie. Yeah, oh, that I, I, I kind of got excited, like, Ewoks. I can't Batman. believe he put that in the trailer, and everyone, like, got so excited, and then he didn't even put that... But anyways, I'm spoiling here. Yeah. Anyways, that checks off two boxes of things I don't like. Ewoks? Like, I might like... Yeah, you. I don't think you would like it. It's very, like, there's a lot of special... Again, you're dealing, like, obviously... 
with Flash and, and stuff like that, you're going to, Aquaman, you're dealing with special effects and that kind of right. stuff. But uh, I, yeah. Anyways, I'm not going to talk about it. We'll wait until the end of the year. All right. <laughs> but yeah, it's already better than 2020. Um, are we just jumping into it then or? Yeah. Let's yes. Oh, I guess one thing, I, I have our uh, most anticipated films. I thought oh. we'd read out and see how they compare. Uh, okay. Snap. Okay. Let's start off with Adams. Uh, go alphabetical here. Number 10, you had Candyman. Didn't get released. <laughs> Didn't get released. Number nine, you had The Turning. Uh, <laughs> horrible. Yeah, try not to spoil it here unless it's like really, really bad and not close. Oh, that's really, really bad. That's the, other than Fantasy yeah. Island, that's the worst movie I watched all year. Number eight, you had St. Maud. Didn't get to Didn't see. Didn't get released. Didn't get released. You know what's funny? Uh, this year, you're, you're most anticipated. You had number 10, Candyman, and I think you had number eight, St. Maud as well. <laughs> I'm consistent. Uh, seven, a- Antebellum, am I pronouncing that right? Yep. That could get released. Won't be talking about it. Uh, number six, Antlers. Didn't get released. Number five, Last Night in Soho. Didn't, Didn't get released. released. Number four, Trick or Treat 2. Didn't, Didn't get, get released. released. That's not even close to being... That, uh, fucking I'll be surprised that ever gets released. Number three, Invisible Man. Number two, Gretel and Hansel. And number one, excuse me, I'm thinking of ending things, which I don't even know if I would consider. No, I wouldn't. Yeah. I may talk about that next week, yeah. but okay. maybe we'll see. Maybe. So number nine, I had VFW. Sorry, number 10, I had VFW. Number nine, The Witches. I didn't get to see that one. Number eight, I had Feed, which I think became Spirals. Spyro, the Saw one. Number seven, Antebellum. Number six, Escape Room 2, which is actually not even come out this year. It's been moved to 2022. Number five, Candyman. Number four, Last Night in Soho. Number three, Fear Street. Number two, Halloween Kills. And number one, Army of the Dead. So out of all those films, <laughs> only three of those came out. That's crazy. <laughs> That's crazy. Which is weird because horror films, you think all of them, they would have came out. They're small. Yeah. Um, and then, Maddie, uh, you had number 10, Random Acts of Violence. Number nine, Last Night in Soho. Number eight, The New Mutants. Number seven, The Collected. Number six, Antlers. Number five, The Lodge. Number four, Candyman. Number three, Quiet Place 2. Number two, Halloween Kills. And number one, St. Maud. So you had about maybe half your list mm-hmm. came out. Or I haven't seen New Mutants yet, actually. So. You had, actually, you only had three, I think, that came out. Yeah, you had The Lodge, mm-hmm. New Mutants, and Random Acts of Violence. So, Yeah, we'll see how our lists compare. I'm guessing not very close, mm-hmm. considering most of these movies did not come out. So this is that strange year where it's not... It's fun. <laughs> yeah. But yeah, I don't know. Who wants to start off with uh I guess I can, picks? I can start. Yeah. Um, so great timing with my number 10. Uh, it is Richard Stanley. <laughs> now disgraced Richard Stanley. Uh, Color Out of Space starring Nicolas Cage. It's, it's you know, very Lovecraftian and also yeah. very Nicolas Cage uh, at the same time. Nicolas Cage is amazing in this movie, right? Yeah, he's, he's insane. And like, he starts off at like a seven and he gets cranked up to like 13 by the end of this. It, like as his brain is melting, yeah. basically. I didn't like him in this. But. Oh, I loved him in this. Because he's pretty much just getting bombed constantly too, right? Yeah, I don't I don't know if you like Cage. I like him in other things. I, Cage yeah. was my favorite, one of my favorite actors at one time. I remember everyone used to make fun of me, and now it's like the cool thing to like Cage. <laughs> Again, I was ahead of the game on everything, man. <laughs> but now you're uh, behind the game. You're like, Cage, pish. I don't need no, him. I still like Cage. I liked him in Mandy. I just didn't like him that much in this. I'm excited. I had like a couple. I, didn't I, I, have two I, of I yeah. do think uh, Mandy is a cut above this. Yeah. Uh, like, 
we kind of briefly mentioned, like, this isn't a top year. I, I think this would have been hard to make my top 20 last year. Like, yeah. this is... You know, not a. So here's the question: Did the Richard Stanley effect? Did it make your this drop anywhere down your list? No, I, it, I actually I was there was an honorable mention that was tied for this, and I picked this one at the end because I just thought that the visual effects. You're like, I want to support Richard Stanley. <laughs> and, yeah, yeah, yeah. Stand with my brothers. <laughs> so I I solidified this basically last night at midnight. Mm. I was like, okay, this is what it's going to be. Stop fucking around yeah. with this. You won't it won't have any and time. The news came out today, right? And like, it came out. I read uh, it at, yeah. yesterday. Uh, oh, I read it at three okay. p.m. today. Yeah, I just clocked it like today, like yeah. on my way finishing work. Actually, so, so. which is fucked up, man. Yeah. That sucks. It yeah. sucks when you like like that guy seemed like kind of a cool, interesting yeah. guy. Like I always loved his stories. He was into like mystery. Like he thought he was a real wizard, but I guess he also thought it was okay to beat women. Apparently, yeah. So yeah, so he was living in his own fucking world. Yeah, apparently. I I feel uh, you know. I guess, again, we don't know if it's true, but when you have, you know, three or however mm. many women have come out, it's not looking good. And, you know, in this case, I, I, I'm i probably going to go with the women on here. I don't... Yeah. yeah. They went in a pretty detailed <laughs> I think, I think, account. I think account. Support, support the woman, women here. So I, I also, uh, yeah, you know, you don't need to support Richard Stanley at all, uh, but this is my number 10 in terms of what I enjoy. And to be honest, day. like... I mean, I, I Richard Stanley. I know him come from that documentary. You know the Lost film. Souls. But it's not like I didn't. When this film came out, I didn't necessarily watch it because of Richard Stanley. You that watched had a it part because of, of that it. documentary, right? Well, to me, it was like H.P. Lovecraft, Nick Cage, yeah. and yeah. then on top of it, you had Richard Stanley, mm-hmm. who was coming off of you know everyone thought he was going to have a resurgence, yeah. and he was until yesterday. Yep. Um, so I'm assuming his yep. Lovecraft and films trilogy his... is going to be done. He has like his thrusters always fail when he's about to take off. Do you find that? Like hardware came out. All right, here's your next big thing. It's yeah. the island of Dr. Monroe. Like, okay, flop. Oh, you got this new get to come back yeah. and like, oh, you're a wife beater. Flop. Yeah. So, yeah, anyways. All right, my number 10. I'm struggling right now. I'm going to go with uh, The Room for number 10. Oh. I know, I know, I know, I know. I don't even know this one. Do it's uh, pretty much where these two guys move into this old house, and they turn out- It's this couple, they, yeah. They can wish for anything they want, and this room makes it happen. Great concept. What an interesting idea, and then it just gets crazier and crazier because she wishes for a child to happen, and every time they take the things outside of the house, they just evaporate. They I don't even have rapidly. this like in my- like. 80, 90 films that when I put it was on list. on our shutter list, our joint yeah. shutter list. Oh, okay, yeah. Mm-hmm. And I watched it because Maddie gave it such a high score, and yeah. I I regretted every second of it. I gotta <laughs> yeah, say, yeah, you didn't enjoy the uh, beginning. Like even when they're there, there's just like a tone that's going on where it's like, uh, like the guy is really bad in it. I find they were both pretty bad actors. Yeah. That was a yeah. hard one to get over. Olga, what's her name from yeah, uh, the Action, uh, the Bond, uh, yeah, and from Oblivion, Kyle's. Jizzworthy yeah. uh, Tom I, Cruise I movie. I love Oblivion. But I was just saying... <laughs> Speaking I top 100. Joy, the, uh, the uh, concept is so great. Again, it fails kind of at the end, but the Brewster's Million, like when they kind of fall into it, I thought was... Yeah, when fun. they go cr- crazy yeah. and everything's... Go- it, it, yeah. Like, again, the concept is interesting. It's executed, yeah. I think, fairly horribly. I will yeah. say this year for me, 
I was more interested in the, like, again, because I thought everything was mostly failure. I kind of was more interested in the films that were kind of doing something different. Like, mm-hmm. everyone was loving the Your House and all those, like, how many fucking Supernatural yeah. films they were in loved. I, I'm just bored with Supernatural. So, like, I didn't. I, no, I think that's a bad example those. of maybe something that isn't doing something different. I think there's. Uh, I don't like, think, I think like, it's, I think it's still, still taking, I hope it's on your list. Cause then we can talk about yeah. it, but I, I don't think it yeah. did. It's like, yes, it's showing it from a different point of view. It's still doing the exact same form of the, the bullshit. If I see another fucking movie where there's the black shitty CGI mold growing on the wall and they're breaking through the wall. Cause they, there's something, I think that was in three films this year. It's been in like every fucking supernatural film in the past five years. I don't want to see it again. Please, people do not have. I think that's just like ripping mold. down the walls. I think we'll we'll get into these. Okay, these things. I'll, I'll I'll be talking about. They're probably all the things that Kyle doesn't like about them are the things I like least about them. But they're both talking about more. Yeah. Anyway. Yeah. Yeah. I was very close to putting the one that you're talking about. I had it. I had it at number ten at the last second, but I'm going to move it to number eleven, so it did not make my list. Which which movie? Uh, the Random Acts of Violence. Mm. Yeah, I hated that movie. Yeah. So here's the thing. I think it seems like what a cool concept. It makes so much sense on paper. Yeah, the, but and all the story, all the concepts it's talking about. Yeah, it seems like yeah, like maybe we should be talking about the toxic nature of comic books. Yeah, and, and you know, um, and also like the you know the appropriation of some of these things. But I actually started laughing at the movie by the end, and it was dead serious. Like it See, was. I, I think you guys are both. I think you're wrong. And I don't think it was dead serious. I think Jay Berlucci t- talked about that. He's like a, a horror, horror fan. I think he's pretty much said like, "I put in that shit to sell it." If you if you take out that pseudo bullshit, which is at the beginning yeah. and the end, it's an eighties. It's an eighties fucking slasher. The man. guy yeah. is look all, at the score, all, the the colors. The killer is wearing pretty much a fucking eighties. Yeah. The 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 reveal at the end is an eighties reveal of a slasher film, man. If you watch it as a cheesy eighties slasher film. It I think it hits all the beats. Too, because the characters yeah. are so self-righteous and, in a weird yeah, way. Yeah, like I don't feel like it, it's it's successful there. It, it's it's character-based and they keep bringing back like, the discussions. You say it's just the beginning and the end. It's all over the place. They're having these kind of like pseudo-intellectual conversations. I don't think that I don't think the I don't think the intellectual stuff other than they're commenting on, you know, are you I I kind of like that because we that that is something that it is it's become a thing now. It's like serial killers in the past like three years of Netflix documentaries, all of a sudden people are worshiping them. I have so many people on my Facebook that are like, who is the hottest serial killer? And they're yeah, putting that's up, weird. like that's fucked up to me. Like, <laughs> I just don't think it's successful at talking about any of these things or it, like, I don't know. Jordana I Brewster I'm, is, is pretty terrible. That as an yeah, actress. That's fine. Jesse Williams is pretty terrible yeah. as an actor. Again, I don't, yeah, I don't care about and, any and of Jay, that shit. Jay's bad in this as well. Yeah. Like it, I, again, yeah. I, I just enjoyed it from like, I think the, there's a kill in a car there. Yes, the kill in the yeah. car is the, that is, is, the, is, is really the, one of the best kills this year. Like it, again, yeah. it, it, some of that stuff reminded me of Zodiac, obviously done. I think it's like you take the Zodiac but done like a cheesy 80s slasher and that's what it was for yeah. me. Like I thought anytime the kills were happening, like I love where he's kind of like talking to himself and it's like, it goes like back and forth. Is he going to do it? And like, they all kind of felt raw and like sloppy. And then when, what what he did with them too, where he's copying the stuff from the comic and the way he uh, sets up the kills, I thought was mm. all kind of fucked up and cool. Like again, I enjoyed it from mid eighties. I thought like the, I only like the one kill though. The intellectual bullshit stuff I didn't care about, but I, yeah, I, Kind of like when he just kind of stabs in the in the SUV. Yeah, that one. Yeah, yeah. That that scene in the SUV yeah. is is fantastic, and I would agree. I I almost was like, oh, maybe the movie gets better now. Yeah. yeah. Like I I like the ending. I thought like the ending is like this is like 
just like so many other 80s slashers. I was loving that. I just, <laughs> uh, just like the reveal, like I honestly was yeah. like, but oh, the, okay, this it, is this is yeah. hilarious. This I, is, yeah, again, I guess you don't have that appreciation. You probably haven't seen a lot of these 80s slashers, but that like, that reveal is like the reveal of five yeah, 80s man. slashers. This is my problem with a bunch of them. They never go weird enough or they never go campy enough or they never go like yeah. actually like hard enough at, at what they're parodying or satirizing or or what they're trying to be or or even trying to be. They always feel like they belong in this kind of weirdo space. Yeah, like I was <laughs> I was like, fuck, I should have watched a goddamn other movie. I just like I, I but I I uh not yeah, that I, again I, I didn't yeah. care. I don't like enough to defend it. I'm just saying why I enjoyed it. Yeah. I I thought if uh, if you if You're you right watched- with that one scene. That one scene is fucking great. It, like that just shows me like if maybe it was just like that killer that has nothing to do with those characters. I've, the characters maybe really ruined it. Yeah, yeah, that's that's fair. And the um, self righteous preaching, like between the two, like, and they just go back to that conversation repeatedly. Yeah, over and over again. I don't. Know, I, I thought at least again, it it was try. It had something to say, but it was kind of fun. Because mm-hmm. I like Goon. I think Goon's mm-hmm. fun. I like Jay. Seems like a nice guy. Yeah. He, uh, uh, yeah. Yeah. Oh. I like the idea too because I thought it was going to be like this fantasy thing. I don't know if I'm spoiling it, but I thought it was going to be like the character is coming out of the comics. When I first heard about this movie, I didn't realize that like the comics are based on, a on like killer? making pretty much a real serial killer a hero. So I, I thought kind of some of that stuff was interesting. I don't know, but it didn't make my top ten anyway. So <laughs> what's your actual what, ten? What did make your top ten? <laughs> um, so my number top ten is the platform. Oh, this just oh, okay. this is an honorable mention for me. Mm-hmm. It's a weird film. I don't know if I necessarily enjoyed it. It's kind of like yeah. Snowpiercer, but like a very blunt, de- depressing, yeah, gritty. And yeah, it is. It does hit you over again. Another movie that hits you over the head with his message, and it, it kind of has that um, high concept. Like it's stupid and ridiculous. But at least whatever, it's trying something different, which, again, was hard in this year to find something that was trying something different. For me, it, it, it reminded me of kind of a cube or something like that. Yeah, I, I, to me, it was Snowpiercer. Like, like, it's kind like of the idea of, the, of there's like highs and lows. But with Cube, like just like exactly what – like there's more – but Snowpiercer, Snowpiercer is, under- your classes, right? And you're going from the beginning to yes. get – this is kind of the same thing, only this one. It's a higher up – is pretty much the higher class. You, you the have the point power. isn't as understood in this one. There's more mystery. Yeah. I think that's why Cube yeah. kind of reminds. Anyways, like, but like a good lead performance. I thought in this one, it is kind of one of those films though. Like you just need to take a shower after. Like they're yeah, they're human defecation, yeah. rape, murder. You torture, seen this one too, man? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Body yeah. mutilation, animal abuse, and cannibalism. So. Mm. Just some of the fun stuff you get in this. So, yeah, I don't yeah, you're know. You're making me hard, buddy. <laughs> it's not a film I necessarily enjoyed, but at least, again, it was something different. So I'm, I'm excited to see what this person would do next to maybe, like, a uh, little bit more budget and, like, no, you know, yeah. Yeah, more time. Yeah, because there, there was still, like, a like an interesting design. I didn't like the ending either. I thought the ending was weak, but... Yeah, I, I agreed to the ending was I a little thought, bit weak. Anyway. I think in a lot like this year, it was kind of weak. Again, you. this was only a three out of yeah. five, and it made Yeah, I, I was surprised, because you gave the other one three and a half, that this one leapfrogged it. Yeah, again, it was it was back and forth. The other one could have made it. This top ten is a whole... The whole thing list is <laughs> a bunch of bullshit choices. Um, well, my number nine, number nine is Rob Savage's Host... Oh, awesome! This hmm. is the the found like the I guess the found footage zoom kind of, call. Zoom call. I love this movie. Yeah, like, I, I absolutely re- loved it. And I found it 
spooky. Spooky, intense. Yeah. I know we've seen this a bunch of times. Mm. This one, I felt like I was actually like uh, scared. This is the best one I've seen. Yeah. For sure. And it's really, like, it's an hour long. Yeah, it's zippy as anything, right? Like, I know my uh, my wife, this might have been her one or two. Like, she, mm. she really loved this one. Shit. Yeah, wow. So, uh, yeah. But she's another one. I have complete opposite taste of her, I've come to realize. So (laughs) I will never trust her opinion. Not saying her opinions are wrong, just for my taste. I think what she enjoys out of a horror film, what I enjoy are complete. Yeah, this film did not make mine. Again, Mm -hmm. same thing. This film is like the most cliche horror film we've ever seen. It's like if you want footprints appearing in powdered floor, you got it. Sheet thrown over ghost entity. I like you've it's got notes for this. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, well, I had, because when I did my review, I was like, literally, spirit pulling away from the camera, that that shot that was like unique in Wreck, and then we saw it in eight other films since then. This film, like, this is a film I think is going to age very poorly, and of I think- Of course it will. Like, I think every, it was made for like this year. But that's what I mean. I think everyone's rating it, because it's yeah. like, oh, it's COVID, and we're dealing with it. I think yeah. like 10 years from now, you're going to watch this and be like, this is a pretty bad film. I, I just felt like, for me, it took all those elements, it understood those elements, and yeah, I was spooked out by it. Yeah, it kind mm. of like, it, it worked them pretty well. See, again, yeah. like for me, the, the best found footage are the ones that feel like they could happen. Like, I, I get spooked out by Paranormal Activity for the first bit. Mm-hmm. But this film, I think, like, those last 20 minutes, it goes too far. And, like, once, like, people are pulled up into the air and their necks are getting snapped or whatever bullshit's happening, I'm not I'm not afraid because I'm not – that's not going to – It's not going to happen. What spooks out to me is, like, the, the little things in film footage. And, like, again, the mythology, which this film had no mythology, so you're already losing that. And then you 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 go too big too fast, so it's like I don't know that to me like took me right out, and I'm I'm no longer afraid when that kind of yeah I kind of enjoyed all that stuff like the paranormal activities like I, I agree like my favorite thing is like the fan in the third one right like mm-hmm. going, it's the, yeah it's the little things I remember again like, but I also the reason I don't like paranormal activity is because of any of the fucking mythology like I just don't, well that film doesn't have yeah. a mythology that was a problem with paranormal activity well, I'm more thinking of like the Blair Witch and like what's another film that has great Blair mythology Witch, yeah. Blair Witch definitely does well, that's, yeah. There's a couple found, like my yeah. favorite found footage, Big if I look fight. at them, they have like, <laughs> no, I'd have to look at my top 10, yeah. but usually like the mythology kind of sells, man. This the, one the doesn't. The creature of Boggy Creek. I, this I, film I, I was really surprised because I honestly like, I doubt if we do a, you know, our top 100 horror list, mm-hmm. if any found footage makes mine. So I was really yeah. surprised that this made, well, there might be one. <laughs> uh, but anyways, I, I, I really like this. I, yeah, I, yeah. I, I'm not arguing. Uh, my number nine is Impendagore. You guys watch this one? No, this it's was the, uh, Indonesian. So I went to yeah. click on this the other day, and I yeah. realized our fucking shutter that Kyle had huh. got was gone. Aha! Uh-huh. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it's so interesting. It's pretty much these two friends. Um, this is Indonesian, out, right? You got it. There's one girl working at like a, um, a toll booth, what have you, and this guy just comes up with a knife, and she's like, "Dude, there's like a guy coming towards me with a knife. What should I use? Like, I don't know. Call the cops." It just shows that it's such a crazy fun opening he tries to kill her and uh, he gets pulled off and he ends up murdered and he finds out that this girl who was the uh, toll taker uh, owns a house in this small little village and i guess as they go to the village like the whole village is cursed because of her bloodline and she has uh, no idea and just kind of gets no is this the one that's like part here. two i don't know if it's part no? no no that's a devil take you yeah maybe they'll take you too of, yeah no, and then like uh, yeah, I guess there's this interesting scene. Like her father was a puppeteer, and there's this great scene where he's like doing this puppet show, and uh, it doesn't go the way the village thinks. Did you watch this? No. 
it's such a spooky scene with this puppet show and with this so village. so tired just yeah, right? thinking about having to uh, watch another so one so much puppets now there's two movies i think that's it out of the horror yeah that i i was like oh uh yeah you might you might dig this i yeah. I, I, I wanted to see and i didn't get a chance mm-hmm. and that was one of them yeah just a cool cult village i like the idea of like the entire village being against somebody so and yeah fun opening sequence and i really dig again the puppet show was interesting. I feel they could have gone like more with it, but they kind of like didn't utilize it. The killer puppets. Enough. Yeah, there was no killer puppets, which uh, <laughs> that would have made this movie. Yeah, that kind of would have made me watch it. I, <laughs> I would watch it if I had killer puppets. Um, cool. Uh, my number nine. Uh, we just talked about it. Uh, Richard Stanley's. Um, oh, cool. Color out of space. I didn't love this film. But again, I didn't love any films on my list. <laughs> um, I, I didn't like uh, Nicolas Cage, but there was some, there was some like there's a body horror scene oh, that yeah. was kind of disturbing. Yeah. There was some that, cool that came stuff out of nowhere in it. for me too, right? I like the stuff with the reporter and where mm. he's like you know watching himself. There, there were some moments I enjoyed. There were some good horror moments. There were some cool visuals and stuff. Um, but it, I did remember when it ended. It was kind of like it was missing something that made me yeah, love it. Yeah, I, I think we talked about this at yeah. on Shocktober. Like, there just was, like, this one element that just didn't yeah. quite... Click for you? Yeah, overall. Like, there's, it looks great. Mm-hmm. I thought performances over, overall, and I usually can't stand Julie Richardson or whatever. Is that Vanessa Red, Redgrave's granddaughter? Anyways, <laughs> doesn't matter. Like, she's up there for someone I'm, I'm hoping not to see on screen, but I thought you, she was you okay didn't mind in this. her in this? Yeah. Cool. Um, my... Number eight uh, was Mike Ahern and Edna Logman, or Logman, Extraordinary. Oh, shit. So this one is 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 kind of like a... It's, it's pretty much the uh, Irish comedy. Yeah, it's, it's, it's yeah. only an Irish comedy with, with the kind of paranormal as the, the background the whole time. Mm-hmm. And it's this woman that basically can... You know, has otherworldly yeah. gifts. And a charming, fun lady. So Maeve, Maeve Hig- <laughs> yeah. uh, Higgins gives, I think, my favorite perf- yeah. performance out of any of these. We'll get as we yeah. get through any of mine. Yeah. I, I just found she was like hol- so charming, and like everyone in this movie is having the time of their life. Yeah, deadpan, and and yeah. that's what I really liked about it. Mm-hmm. I do agree with some of the. It, like the tonal shifts are kind of mm. weird sometimes, but yeah, I found yeah Will Forte was a bit like over the top, but I kind of really dug. Yeah, that. he's still fucking awesome. Yeah. I, I like that it's a choice. Like a lot yeah. of these times, everyone's playing it safe, mm-hmm. and he just lets his freak flag yeah. still fly. But it, it's really Barry Ward, the dude. Yeah, he's he great. Gets to play so many different characters, and he's having a blast with every single one. And of them. I just watched him in another yeah. movie de- or, or miniseries, Death, mm-hmm. which was basically a movie they they turned into like three episodes. Yeah. But it, but it was it, it was the length of a movie. Yeah, and. He is this like cop in that, and it's completely different than this. Like no character that this. Oh really? Uh, the guy's got range, but yeah, it was it was the leads that did it for me. Mm. Uh, Maeve Higgins and, and Barry Ward, I just thought were were great. I, I always like uh, Claudio O'Darity, yeah. who was in Love. Oh, that what that B Birdie? Uh... Birdie, yeah, yeah. It's, you know, I'm glad to see her in a movie. Yeah. So I, I honestly, I just found myself smiling through this mm-hmm. whole thing. Which I know isn't what you want. It, it's not what we do in shadows. It's it's no. it's much sillier than that, yeah. and and less uh, specific in in what it's pairing. But but at the same time, if I get like an hour and a half of joy and elements that I'm really 
liking. The, yeah, we'll talk about this later, perhaps. Okay. <laughs> I didn't like this one at all. Yeah. Um, so, I, I, yeah, I don't feel bad that you're going to hate all my list. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> so far, you're, you're, you're knocking out all the ones that were really low for me. Yeah, not, nothing in this film worked for me. The only thing I liked about it was Will Forte, but yeah, I thought he was in a different film, and, and I didn't like the You didn't the even like the VHS tapes? Like the, welcome to... Yeah, those were awesome. Uh, uh, I didn't like anything. And you didn't like her. the lead? No, I didn't like her. Oh. I know we're gonna access some of these. Maybe have a light snack and uh, yeah. I was yeah. I was really yogurt. this one. This was uh, this is near the bottom for me. Are you scared of getting too giddy when you like. Watching I, it? I can see like the story. It's yeah. pretty basic. It's like sitcomy. Out but- of the forty films I've seen, this was thirty five for me. Oh wow! Ooh, I did not like this at all. Um, well, anyway, yeah. Maddie, number eight. Uh, my number eight, the Queen of Black Magic. I did, did you not guys watch see this? I never even heard of this. Yeah, never even heard of oh, this. Oh, dude, uh, it is pretty much these kids are going back to this old orphanage that they grew up in because I guess their dad is dying. They're all going to uh, reunite. And as they're going there, they end up hitting something. Another Indonesian one. Wasn't yeah, the last yeah. one Indonesian? Yeah, well, maybe I'm a. Uh, you got to think in, for the Indonesian, Indonesian horror. horror, right? And the twist that this movie like <clears throat> throws at you is insane. Hmm. And it's pretty much about black magic and the fast pace. It is so quick and zippy that the minute you think like, okay, I know what's happening here. They'll change it on you. And things keep happening. You like question like, okay, is that dead girl's body from this truck that they found? And it just kind of keeps going and going. And the black magic gets, keep, keeps getting more like um, cynical and cynical till they're like whipping and torturing children in this orphanage. And there's like prostitution of children. It's fucking insane. Crazy. Yeah. yeah. The only problem is the CGI is so bad. That it really takes it out, like of some scenes. I find with some of these international yeah. movies, do you? Do you yeah. I, I was just gonna say in general, like I don't really understand. Like it seems like every small horror film I'm watching has CGI. Like, yeah, what the fuck, man? I I think <laughs> I think on the international level, it's just like there's no budget, so yeah, you, it's cheaper. And, to there's do. a lot of like a bug horror, like a uh, what's that called? Like the mill, the thousand leggers. They're all like crawling in the girls' arms and whatnot. It's like, okay, this is really taking it. It just out. seems like sometimes they're, they're doing CGI on things that, like, yeah. why did you need to? CGI? Yes, I, yeah. I understand certain things, but there's some like again yeah. that mold on the wall. Like, why is that always yeah. done in CGI? Like, get some good paint. <laughs> Yeah. It'd probably look better and cheaper. Like CGI, I understand it's cheaper than like having to redo a head being blown off 10 times till you get mm. it right. But like sometimes it almost seems like, again, I guess it's because it's like they can quickly shoot and be like, ah, we'll worry about in that post later. Yeah. But I find like horror, it's just become to rely on it. It's really disappointing. Yeah, it really is. To me, that's like what's so special about horror a lot of the time is the effects and stuff. And like, Ugh. every film, I'm just, I can't think of even like. This movie would be a lot higher if the CGI was a bit more. On yeah. point. Yeah. It, I just find the directors are abusing it now. It's like, don't worry, we can do color in post. Don't worry, yeah. we can do that effect in post. And it's like, I don't know. Anyway. Um, my number eight is a film that I didn't even enjoy that much. <laughs> <laughs> um, but I, it's one I keep on thinking about. I kind of want to revisit it. The lead character is kind of annoying. The The movie I'm talking about is The Wolf of Snow Hollow. I didn't check this out. Oh, yeah, I didn't see this either. But it's got, what's... Um, Oh fuck! What's his name? It's like his final role. Um, yeah. What is his name? Uh, fuck! I'm sorry, man. You're awesome. Yeah, I like him. Um, Robert Forster. Yeah, Robert yeah. Forster. Fuck, Robert Forster. Rest yeah. in power, man. Yeah. yeah. This is a movie that's actually pretty high on a lot of people's lists. Um, and yeah, I, I kind of I get it. Like, there's something about the comedy kind of works, but it's just weird because like the lead character is such a dick and such an idiot. 
but and that's fine but then you never really have anyone else that's really good to follow i don't know i always struggle with that in a film i kind of need something someone to follow but yeah i don't know it's a film that i've kind of thought about it out of a lot of these ones i want to watch this one again um yeah yeah isn't that the that's the one thing with a lot of this like i just talked about extraordinary yeah Yeah, if i i was living in the cable tv era yeah maybe i'd watch a bit of that but i don't think i'll ever pick that again yeah yeah I, I, I will say, too, we got two horror films this year that both are, like, this one and there's another one that are high up on a lot of people's lists. I don't want to spoil it, but I'll say, technically, we haven't had any really good werewolf films. And not saying the films themselves aren't good, but representations of werewolves. So I'll just say that without saying anything else. So, yeah. If you've seen those horror films, you'll know what I'm talking about. And in that regard, it's kind of disappointing. But, it, yeah, I don't want to say anything more. I don't even know what he's talking about. I'm, he, I'm here. He's trying yeah. to scare me? <laughs> Um, the other werewolf one is Hunter Hunter, I think it's oh, called. Okay. Oh, I haven't seen that one. But I'll just say, none of them are technically great werewolf yeah. films. Yeah. Okay. All right. My number I can't s- say anything because My number spoilers. seven yeah, 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 is yeah. one that I know Kyle was already about to go off on me uh, oh, about. It, it, it is uh, Relic. This is... No, I didn't hate it. It was okay. Yeah. But that is another one with the... Yeah, it's, the, it's, it's, it's the got... The black mold... This is one where uh, a grandmother or, uh, you know, a mother, a matriarch of this family goes missing. They show up at the house and then the, the granddaughter goes looking for her and, and then the daughter. And then she she eventually, you know, shows up. And uh, the house is instantly creepy. Uh, this is the one thing with, with this one that I think separates something else that I like more is the actual location, even though it's playing off other elements it's fantastically the done. house is part of the cast yeah like it, it's really a lived-in experience and as you go deeper into this world that's what i really liked about this i liked when you get lost in this fucking house which is not a very hard to see allegorical story about dementia which i also thought was very affecting and overall was really well done as a horror i think that's where it fails the most but as a story, and this one, the performances across the board are, are, I thought were fantastic. So I think if the horror elements were a little bit more original, this would be really high up on my list. And I remember finishing it and being like, fuck, I just wish they did a few of these things where it was a little bit more unexpected. Yeah. Yeah, I, I didn't I didn't hate that film. It was okay. I liked, yeah, like I liked the comment on, um, yeah, like aging and what happens as you age and, and dealing with that. And I, I did like some of the elements where she gets lost in the house. Yeah. I, there was stuff, there was times I was like, oh, this is really good. And then, you know, by the time it ended, I was like, yeah, it just felt like another film. Like I'll probably never watch that again. I've forgotten about most yeah. of it. For, for me, I, I don't think I'll, I'd ever forget about this because at least the overall story is something unique and strong that's grounded by like real life problems. Real life problems, yeah. All right, well, my number seven is The uh, Lodge. I really enjoyed the setup of this movie. This is an honorable mention for me. I watched this and Relic basically a day apart. Oh, okay. And again, I really enjoyed the visualizations of like the actual cottage itself. You can actually feel the isolation. I actually think this is one of the best shot, if not the best shot, Mm. horror movie of the year. Yeah, they are definitely like pulling off like an A24 kind of vibe on this, but it didn't really reach the highs that you needed to. And the... uh, I don't know, give anything away at the ending, but like the ending kind of stunk. <laughs> so this, uh, I think it was like somebody wrote as a review. It was like yeah. the, uh, the punked 2.0 episode <laughs> yeah, or whatever. Right? Yeah. Like I think there's a lot of interesting ideas and, mm-hmm. and 
definitely felt like dread and tension, but it almost overplays the fucking doom and gloom yeah. for me. But even like that beginning where it's like, okay, he's dropping the kids off and then mm-hmm. like there's thing snap happens. That and was you're pretty like, shocking. Wow, yeah. what the fuck? And like there's a funeral scene where she's trying to put the doll to heaven and the doll won't go down. Yeah. Like, that is so heartbreaking too, right? Yeah. Yeah, th- th- there's a lot of a lot of different things. I actually thought it just this is usually something I think yeah. Kyle would would say something when I'd have on my list, but I I thought it was just too gloomy. Eventually. Oh yeah. Yeah, that's uh, that, yeah, that's t- kind of how I thought about it. I'm again like modern horror films and especially like the past couple of years, everything's just so fucking bleak and depressing like. <laughs> and I'm okay with that, but I I, I feel mm. like it has to be earned. And this one felt a little bit like that shock is great at the beginning, yeah. but they kept trying to just play schlocky shit, like oh we're gonna sh- the the dog or oh uh, yeah, or or even the the twist like it's all done in a way that's built on human emotion, but also felt cheap a little bit to me. Yeah, I didn't I didn't get that at all. Yeah, I, I liked but, it though. It was fine. Yeah, like again, this the, is this would know. be thirteen on my list. Yeah, yeah, the VHS <laughs> like uh, film of like her being in the cult was such an interesting turn that I felt they didn't. She's great do. in this, yeah. by the way. To, uh, Riley Keough, mm-hmm. uh, who who continues to be great. She's just killing it, right? Yeah. Kyle is barely going to make it through this episode. Yeah, he just keeps. I can't on? handle these night things, man. I'm telling you, I'm a morning person. I get up early. I don't uh, stay up late. <laughs> I usually like fall asleep, and then sometimes I'll get up at like midnight, and then finish like, and then watch the movie till like one, and then I get up and early again. Um, my number seven is the complete opposite of that. Um, there's nothing to this film. I kind of watched it and came away disappointed, <laughs> but it's still my <laughs> guy. Speaking of gloomy, I mean, Christ! <laughs> I'm telling you, this. Uh, I will say the the top five. Like I, they're a bit better. <laughs> <laughs> no, I didn't hate this film. It was fine. Uh, VFW. Okay. I, I had fun with it. It was nice yeah. to see all these old actors. I thought some of their acting was bad. Some of the dialogue yeah. was forced. But again, like. I, I was kind of trying to find like clips to see like if it should be on my list. Like it almost like went in and out several yeah. times, and in the, in the end, like I watched like the deaths and like there's 62 deaths in this film. Yeah, it's pretty like, insane. So I'm like, I got to put this on there. <laughs> there's there's a lot of crazy violence. I haven't and, seen this guy's other films, but I just thought he was incompetent as a um, director. I don't know. There's there's some cool deaths and stuff in there. Again, like yeah, most most of the time it's like bad cutting and bad like lighting. Well, it's done like again like an old film. Like the cuts are like the the knives and stuff are right out of the George Romero Dawn of the Dead, right? Yeah. Like the way they did it, the exact same like shot and the way it's done. I just always felt like so you'd have that and then they'd cut to a different place in the room completely. It's like breaking like basic film language, and yeah. I'd be like. Why the fuck aren't we staying here? Like, what's happening here? We're, I'm looking at a wall now for some reason, and it's dark. Oh, yeah. now we're, oh, I'm in this alley. Like, he just, I felt he, yeah. like, he didn't understand the space at all. I don't know yeah. if he's, yeah, I don't know if I, I've only, well, I've actually seen all his films. So he did Bliss, which was, I didn't really like it that much. Some people did. Um, that might be more your thing. Um, and then uh, he did uh, kind of like a Cronenberg-style scan. I think he's he did Mind's Eye, where it's like kind of like, Scanners, because this was right was up my alley. When all back. those guys are at the fucking bar, they're all joshing each other, and, and I liked, around. and then they set up yeah. traps and shit like that. Like it was kind of, 
It was like a, a fun, stupid. All, the idea is great. Thing. I just yeah. don't like any of the execution, so I couldn't and like the movie. Even like the uh, there's some like uh, soliloquy. What are they called? Where they talk soliloquy? Yeah. When they're just yeah. talking like that, just sucks. That's what I mean. Some of the dialogue yeah, and like it just felt like the actors. That one actress, didn't like, the, like the young girl, was named Lizard. She was so bad in this. And she's so good in a movie I'm going to talk about. We were just talking, like, yeah. I guess when this first came out, like, wow, how bad is she in this? Like, I can't stand it. Like, oh, she's a girl from this. I'm like, it's the, di- the fuck it's, the, it's the dialogue. Yeah. Like, he's writing, like, cool, young kid dialogue, yeah. and it's fucking... Cowabunga, surf party, dudes. <laughs> but, like, there was something about it. When it starts up, I'm like, yeah, energized. Yeah, yeah. And then I'd be like, ah, oh, yeah. fuck this movie for 20 minutes. And I then, then something would happen. I do love how villainous the bad guy is in this. Yes. Show. Like, I do love how villainous Yeah, no grace. I love yeah. that. And I actually like the opening where yeah. he's just like so fucking terrible. Yeah. But again, yeah, I don't really care enough about it to defend it. Um, yeah. I, I had fun with it. And again, 62 deaths, I got to put on there. <laughs> <laughs> like, that's the thing. It's never really boring. Yeah. Like, once it starts, it's pretty consistent of just people dying in various gory ways. Yeah. Like, and again, yeah, when they saw the traps, all that shit was kind of fun. Because these guys are... Old war vets. War vets, yeah, fighting off. I wish that they were going to use George Went as a, a prop. And I always think that would be amazing, right? Like, <laughs> just go for it. Yeah. Just use them as a fucking joke and don't don't even give them anything. Yeah. No. Anyways, my number six is His House by Remy Weeks. Okay. Um, this is a family, a, a husband and wife that have come from Sudan, I think it was, and they've had to basically go through a horrific incident just to get into England to live as refugees and once they're there they're put in this also terrible kind of other situation where there's guilt around how they got there there's guilt around what they left behind and for me this movie is definitely about that and the otherness they feel living in london i thought the horror for me the the most effective horror scene secondary i haven't seen this i feel bad i haven't checked this out so there's three or four movies i'm like ah i should have watched this it basically turns into a supernatural picture when where there's someone haunting them back from where they came from. And some of that, for me, is effective in most... Some of it isn't. The most tense scene is when the woman, the wife, goes into town and she's completely disoriented because she doesn't know where she is. They're just in this tenement unit that is fucking disgusting yeah. and awful. And the way that scene and then also the scene where they're definitely dealing with mental issue problems and they're looking for help and how they're dealt with those are the most horrific parts of the whole movie also how they try to deal with getting rid of this problem was something that i really enjoyed i do agree with kyle that some of the elements around the supernatural feel a bit a little bit rote yeah i I think honestly like i I like things about it i didn't hate the film again I, i will say i'm really hard on this year but like when you actually look at my rings there's not a lot of films that i hated like i actually liked a lot of them. They're all a lot of three out of five. Like, there are a lot of okay films. A lot of first-time directors, too. Yeah. Which... Yeah, and this, this was well shot. I, I, Danzig? I, I Anybody think... have Danzig on there? Right? Their favorite director? <laughs> <laughs> that may be on my list later. <laughs> no, I just... Uh, I, like you said, this one and even Relic, like, I think, like, this one more so, you could remove the horror elements, and I think it would have been a better film. And to I, me, like, I again, think when get, I'm doing I think my top ten made. horror, like... I think it I gets want horror. I think films. it gets made for that. But I actually felt horrific in other ways. Like there's a scene where about their actual escape, and it's it's not just like a war scene or whatever. It's actually shot as a horror scene, and that is done in a way that was bone chilling to me. Oh, that's actually a great idea. Uh, where they're in the sea trying to get to the next location, 
and it's shot like a horror movie. And and that showed me like this person can shoot this, like can shoot horror. It, it just, yeah, I, I, yeah. I, I, like I'll definitely check out what they do. I just I don't know. I didn't like. I thought a lot of the horror didn't work for me. I thought they're dealing with you know these these foreigners coming into the. Is, is it? I would England, rather rather watch UK this in an insidious or anything like that again. Um, for for me, I like don't know. The, that, I wouldn't put it. like for me like a Bloomhouse thing that. Yeah. But at least Bloomhouse are kind of fun. Like to me, this is a one time watch. Like it's. I don't know if I would get excited to revisit. I probably wouldn't watch any of the Blumhouse other than the Conjuring's maybe again either. So or or, or I get like out. the first Insidious, but yeah. Anyway. But yeah, like for me, like they're they're all kind of like one and dones. Usually the Annabelles or, yeah. or like this for me at least. I'll probably remember some of the elements of the story. A- again, not a perfect movie, but yeah, it is interesting. A lot of I think a lot of first time directors got a little bit more shine than they normally would have. Well, no, this is also yeah. the year where a lot of like non-white male <laughs> like this year for both film overall like there was a lot of like females directing i noticed and a lot of top 10 lists a lot of not yeah people from other countries directing a lot of films getting noticed from other countries or that yeah weren't directed just by a a white male they they definitely seem to be whatever they did seems to be working they I are guess. telling other stories and that was the thing with this like this story we don't really have like an equivalent of on film and i'm i'm excited to see where where mm-hmm. i think we're going to see film. a lot of that though i think in 3 years from now we're going to be sick of this <laughs> but that's like any yeah. that would be our stories yeah. then like yeah. uh, you know i just seem though like this year especially though like it, every i don't know looking at a lot of the top 10s it's like everyone was like but none of those movies clicking are, all are those the, none of those movies repeats. are the same like even remotely the same mm-hmm. in terms of like stories or but again it almost seems like Again, my problem is they're like dramas that are dealing with this, and then the, the horrors in there because they know horror sells. If you didn't have that horror element, no one would watch that. But film. that's like classic. You might watch like some Francis films. Ford Coppola isn't a director if he didn't direct schlocky horror movies or like. This is just like a kind of a classic way no, but, of getting into. No, but again, movies. the difference is those guys all started out doing schlocky horror films, where these days they're doing dramas. That aren't really schlocky horror films, but then they're throwing in a little bit of horror elements when it's still a pretty serious drama that has you know ten percent horror Watch elements. Watch the just early to, Coppola uh, movies. He's trying to do things that aren't the Corman stuff. Yeah, and show showcase like they're trying. Scorsese was like, and, and maybe maybe, one. but I mean, again, that's why no one talks about those films really, though, right? Like they're not really great films for for the most part. To be honest, like when I when I watch a horror film, especially my top ten, I want like a horror film, and it's like. Now they're doing dramas, and it's like, that's interesting, but then the horror is the least interesting part, and it's like, then how can I say this is my top ten horror if that's the least interesting part of the film? Yeah, I don't and, know. And I guess in this case, like, maybe compared to Relic, where Re- Relic is a horror movie, like, yeah. from front to back, this one, I, I kind of, I, I, I definitely feel that. Even though I think this person has those type of shots. And, and, and chops in their repertoire. Yeah, like I, I, I would definitely, I'm curious to see what they do next, but I don't know. Because it, they were all shot to be tense. Like there, yeah. it wasn't like it was, he was shooting a drama. Like the, this wasn't. I think, yeah, th- this year I was like especially hard on supernatural films. That has become the new zombie for me. Next year, I don't, I don't even want to watch a supernatural film. I don't care how good it is. Like there's like three or four that everyone was on everyone's list, and I was like, no, I can't do it anymore. They need to take a break from them. Ever since the Insidious and the Conjuring, that's everyone's doing. Mm-hmm. What's your uh, number six, Maddie? The exact opposite of a uh, doom and gloom. Uh, extraordinary. 
Oh, nice. Uh, yeah, I just say I had such a fun time with these characters. Like, I don't care that it was all over the map, but everyone there was having fun, and I really enjoyed the lead character. Like, uh, actually, me and my wife have been quoting this movie for like the past week. Like, I really dug it. Yeah, it, it, she's uh, she's unbelievable in this. Mm-hmm. Like, I'm looking at my list right now. I, I know that's my best performance. Yeah, like she kills it. And you, you fall in love with her, too, right? She's like, I'm just being giddy. She's just trying to be giddy with you. Yeah. <laughs> and I really enjoyed the monster, too. I thought it looked really dope. Yeah, I, I, li- I like how outlandish it was. Mm. And I, I feel like in steadier hands, this this could go where yeah. what we do in Shadows. It just felt like it was a little bit trying to do too much and it didn't yeah. cohere all the time. Yeah, so that was my number six. So my number six uh, is from... Brandon Cronenberg? Is that oh, yeah. I, I haven't seen this one yet. Uh, Possessor. Again, a, a film I didn't love, oh, no. but there is interesting elements in mm. there. It's a very, very cold film. Like, you don't care about anyone. Yeah. But it's an interesting idea. Pretty much what it is, they possess bodies and they use people as assassins and then they come out of the body and that person gets blamed for the murder or whatever. Oh, like a Manchurian Um, (laughs) But she takes over someone's body and that person is fighting back. So it's kind of like there's a battle going on in the, in the mind and there's some really insane, um, violent scenes in there. Um, and, um, yeah, some, there's some cool imagery, but, uh, yeah, it just, it didn't click with me, but there's, there's elements I like to it. Um, Yeah. In a better year would have not made it, but, uh, I liked it enough too. Put in my number six. Might talk about this later, but I, I did think okay. it was a big step up from antiviral. Yeah. I, I don't know. Like I, I probably like them about the same. I think like they're both really interesting concepts. But again, they're they're that yeah, that film's even colder. He's like yeah. that guy just it's almost like it's a robot that wrote and directed that. Like I don't feel like that guy has a soul. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> like there's no humanity in that movie at all. In both of his films, really. I don't know. I'm going to um, talk about a movie that has a ton of humanity, even though it's the darkest parts of humanity. Yeah. Uh, the Wolf House, uh-huh. La, Ca- La Casa Lobo. This is the... Oh, is that the paper? Yeah, this is the, the multimedia animation. So it's it's got paper mache, it's got standard animation, it's got claymation. That kind of made me avoid this one. Is it? I wanted to see yeah. it, I couldn't find it. Uh, it's on Shutter. It's on Shutter, yeah. Oh, really? Uh, it is the most unique movie I've seen all year yeah. f- by far. Like the way they're bringing these elements, it is also by far the most art house movie that I'll have yeah. on either list. It is taking in a story about this colonia, th- this colony, basically this concentration camp that happened in Chile. Uh, there's a movie with Emma Watson that was released a few years ago that I actually think is kind of underrated. Harry Potter, uh, yeah, Harry <laughs> Potter and the and the Sorcerer's Stone. Uh, no, uh, Clonia is is the, is what they call the uh, the movie, and uh, it goes into this. It was this seemingly utopia, almost like Amish community, and it was run by basically this cult crazy guy that took advantage oh. and sexually abused and it's this girl that's going through this trauma has run away found this house as she's running away from the wolf and then she has these pigs that turn into like her babies and uh, like huh. all this fucked up imagery it honestly was the most dreamlike thing yeah. I've I've seen in a long time and it, it, it's it's dreamlike trauma it is fucking disturbing and dark and somewhat frightening but also like somewhat like what the fuck is going on right now? Yeah. Uh, like, why is... And the house is always turning into, like, liquid and changing scenes, and it's uh-huh. this ever-changing thing. It's definitely 
occasionally, even for my sensibilities, probably too abstract where I was like, I don't understand the allegorical reference here. Yeah, uh, I think actually that's why I didn't watch it now yeah. that I'm thinking of it. I think I've read up on it and it sounded too... I don't art, art house for yeah. my think I would like necessarily... It, yeah. I, 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 You never know, like... I like the whole the, paper mache aspect of the it. The style stuff, is but. so unique, and 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 by the end, I actually it was funny. Like at first, I don't know what the fuck is going on. <laughs> she gets this house, and the house is kind of like changing and stuff, but everything's a little bit slow. And then it kind of goes into a normal story, and I kind of was like, oh, I don't know if I'm gonna be into this. And then it gets more and more fucked up, and by the end, I felt trauma <laughs> and 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 what they did on this uh, what they did in this concentration camp was horrific and i think it still stains kind of what's w- with generations in in chile and and i'd like to read up a little bit more about, about it what's going on um have you seen the emma watson uh, i did yeah. the emma watson movie is an underrated yeah does it get this movie. dark no yeah it gets dark, but that one is more of like a, a standard thriller. Yeah. Like she's there and she's finding out things that are going on. Yeah. Anyways, I, I think the most unique picture that I'll talk about yeah. uh, is is the Wolf House. It seems insane. Like it, it's totally bonkers, and it would have taken an incredible amount of work. People might say, "Oh, it's kind of crude." Yeah. It's fucking bonkers. It's yeah. basically like always moving it's like liquid fucking trauma i think is what i said it's crazy (laughs) which is a great name for a beer by the way (laughs) (laughs) all right okay my number five is uh la lorna did you guys check out yeah i watched this so of like monsters (laughs) yeah this was one that i like as a story on what's Mm. going on i really liked it's pretty much like the genocide of uh what was it Uh, really liked yeah yeah what is I figure where they were Guatemala. Yeah, yeah. It's like monster. Basically, basically he's a monster. He's yeah. done all these horrific things, and they're coming back to. And he is like stone cold. Like he's just sitting there drinking and smoking constantly, as like these ghosts are just kind of taking over his house. It's like probably the spookiest movie that I've seen so this far. This was the one that like I when it, last year it was uh, Tigers Are Not Afraid. Yeah, these are two movies that I thought like I would really dig, and I. Didn't quite. Yeah, I thought you would yeah. have enjoyed Tigers Are Afraid too. Everyone's seen mm-hmm. all of that one. Yeah, I didn't. I didn't really like. Uh, again, like I, I, there was elements that I liked yeah. in this one, but yeah, overall not. Yeah, my it wasn't thing. the other uh, romp that you were looking for. Yeah. <laughs> it was either this or Porky's. But yeah, I really dug this movie. Like, I, I liked at, this at a little end. bit more than Porky's. <laughs> If it's Porky's a, was the, the a horror la- film, I, it would be my number one. The man. Laugh a Minute La Lorna, which is kind of crazy. What an interesting idea to like put like a ghost story on top of like a uh, war criminal I th- trial. I thought it was a great idea. I just mm-hmm. felt like um, the ghost stuff didn't work for me in it. No, I thought it was spooky as hell. Like I thought it really, uh, the atmosphere in that house alone. I did like some constant. of the stuff in the pool. Yeah. And I thought the performances uh, mm-hmm. were pretty good, but like a little bit opaque or something. Mm-hmm. I, I probably gave it like a six point five or something, yeah. like like a, a movie that I enjoyed watching, but I was like, eh, "There's too yeah. much kind of not digging with me." But yeah. I can see why why you would, because there yeah. there is like a core element. Hey, if someone said this wasn't a horror movie, I'd be like, "Yeah, you're probably right." It's but, another one of those movies that does horror. Yeah, like the the other stuff, it does more effective. You got in the horror. Even actually- the atmosphere, it does well, but when it has to go horror, it doesn't quite. Yeah. Connect. Maybe that one scene in in uh, the bathroom yeah. or whatever. Anyways, what's your number five, buddy? So now these are... These are the hits. 
I wouldn't say hits. <laughs> None of these are great films, but these were all films like I kind of would revisit. I, I, I would buy on Blu-ray and rewatch again. Uh, I'm not saying they're amazing or anything, but I enjoyed them enough that I would go pick them up on, on Blu-ray. Number five for me is uh, Blood Quantum. Oh, okay. <laughs> so uh, this is why I like I'm so pissed. This is the movie I was watching. I had queued up to watch this movie, yeah. and I watched that fucking Jay Burchell. Yeah, piece but you of might garbage. not like this one either. <laughs> this is a zombie movie, but like a the e, uh, yeah, like an indigenous zombies? zombie. Here's zombie the thing, movie. though: like the the Native American side has nothing. You could replace those with white people, and nothing changes. Like yeah. there's none of that mythology, and none of like their mythology really anything like that plays into it like the fact that they're native american doesn't really other than it ends up they're immune to the zombie virus that's the only part but again you could have did that with, with like anything people with gingers are yeah. immune which would be awesome because you know gingers never get any love i now feel like i i really blew it <laughs> here's the thing and if you ask me, other than supernatural i'm really down on i'm sick of them zombie films are up there as well with me mm-hmm. But every year, there's always one that stands out. This one, I just enjoyed because it felt like kind of a throwback. It didn't do anything, you know, fancy, but it had like cool kills. It went back to like they're, they're still running zombies, but it had like that. Was more there of that, any naked chicks running in a cemetery? No, don't want to watch it. <laughs> <laughs> it just because it's like a smaller budgeted film. It's nice that they went back to. It seems like every zombie film now is this big. Hundred zombies climbing on each other, CGI mm-hmm. zombies. Mm-hmm. This film goes back to like Where a you, small little zombie. There film. are actual people playing the zombies. Yeah, and the effects are actually real. Like I don't know if if there was CGI, I didn't notice it. So it was just nice to go back to that type of film. Yeah, there, there's not really much else to it. I just I liked going back to that style of zombie film. Is I think we kind of lost that. It is Canadian. Yeah, I think it's any French. humor. Um, not really. It's it's more of a serious. Like it's pretty much like it opens up with the zombie apocalypse and it's six months later and that's kind of like Mad Max style where these people mm. are living in this blocked off area and, you know, they only let certain people in. All the Native Americans are immune to it, so if they get bit, but they also let the white people in and stuff just, you know, if they haven't been bitten, but there's always that chance that, you know, if a white person it's gets bitten and, you know, they could ruin it for them all. Um, and then there's there's a whole, like, family dynamics going on there. There's... Uh, you know, the two brothers, the father, the grandfather even. Um, but there's just some cool stuff. You see, you know, a grandfather taking out zombies with a, a samurai sword. And there's nice. the guy going around taking zombies out with chainsaws. There's just a lot of great moments where he hits it and, like, the zombie falls down and almost gets the guy and he shoots in the head. There's just, again, a zombie where you see him put the chainsaw right through the zombie through the back of the head. And it looks like it was all practical effects. It just, I don't know, this is like... I miss these type of zombie films. We don't get this anymore. Maybe that's why I hate zombie films so much now. Because now every zombie film is like a hundred thousand zombies, yeah. CGI zombies that are like ants coming at you. Like we don't get these smaller type of zombie films. But again, I, I, I don't... agree. Like zombies are still a great idea. Yeah. yeah. Well, one cut of the dead kind of stood up and mind you, that was not a great zombie film. It was like a great kind of gimmick. Yeah. Film. yeah. The zombie part was the worst part. There was the uh, train to Busan was good. Yeah. Again, more of that was more of the emotional story, but that yeah. kind of had the I think. But still, like CGI very, zombies. Yeah, a little bit outside, but most of it are are real. It still had like again, like at the end where at they're the, all climbing yeah, yeah, and everything, yeah. and once they get to the airport, that's the worst. I would say that the, I think that the emotional journey works the best. Yeah, because everything yeah. on the yeah. train, actual yeah. train, yeah. is really great. Yeah, it's cool. but again, this film has none of that. Like those films. You know, a lot of those films end up going to that point. It's just nice to not have that bullshit. Yeah, yeah. Um, so, yeah, I, I liked it. I think it is one of the better zombie films I've seen along. And, and maybe overall, just, like, 
for that type of zombie film where people are, you know, like Dawn of the Dead or something, they're mm-hmm. stuck in this area. It doesn't have the commentary necessarily that those ones have, but yeah, it just did that type of film well, which no one really does well anymore, in my opinion. So my number four is uh, Alone. Oh, I didn't check this out. That was a Netflix number, wasn't it? Yeah, did you watch this? Shit. Yeah, I can tell. He's already on the silence <laughs> list. So I really dug this. It, it, you know, it, it doesn't have much meat on its bones, but if, if you will. But what it does is this, it's a woman recently widowed. She's traveling. She's going to, she's moving. She's going to this new place. And this guy is, a, you know, this driver is a dickhead, and they get into kind of some road rage Mm-hmm. And he keeps following her and following her, and kind of tries to be like more friendly, but there's just something sinister about it. The scariest kind of villain, really. Yeah, where yeah. he seems like you know the friendliest guy just anything. helping you out. Mark and- Manchetta, I, I think, is his name. He was in The Outsider, which was the Stephen King uh, adaptation that was on HBO this year, the miniseries that Jason mm-hmm. Bateman starred and directed a lot of it. That was excellent, and he was excellent in that as well even though it's very Stephen King and kind of awesome, awesome. And then falls apart at the end. Um, But no, honestly, like this just held me through the whole thing. It was very tense. You know, you, you were always kind of on edge. All the encounters were done so well. It was shot really well. It was a little bit probably basic, but like, this is a director. I actually want to go back and watch. He's done all these kind of like action movie kind of, things but i feel like he'd be a, a great guy for what you you guys are always talking about just like yeah. beers and fucking having a lot of fun like there's still it's tense but it's still like there's a little bit of fun underneath all of it nice yeah i gotta check this out like he does the like the new universal soldier and shit like that which i never <laughs> oh, is this that same director the, is he a french director universal soldier day of reckoning was him Ooh. Both of those, Regeneration Day Reckoning. I own both of those. I haven't watched them. I heard those are both fantastic. Yeah, those are both him. Day Reckoning is almost like a horror film. Oh, awesome. It kinda I thought he was always thought he was a French director. I've heard like if you don't like action ones, you may still appreciate those because they're so like artistically done and so violent. Universal soldiers? This yeah. guy had a sense yeah. of control. Like I now that I'm getting my top five is also kind of where I got to the Oh shit, these are like special movies. Yeah. Like like in a in a normal year, okay, maybe some of these are nine or eight, but there's they'd all make it. Like I know yeah. these would all make my uh, in a given year. Yeah. And this is this guy, he's got chops for sure. Awesome. I'd be down with doing like a. So you want to Universal Soldier. Soldiers uh, next time instead of the uh, <laughs> move over John Carpenter. Those are like yeah, two action movies that you might get something out of from what I've heard. From I honestly people. like was like, who is this fucking director? I need to see yeah. more of That's, him. Yeah, I didn't because he's the star of the show. He's the way he sets up all yeah. the shots. They're fucking so good. I now almost wish I had this higher on my list. As you're talking about it, <laughs> yeah, because it, it's honestly that the story is so like there's there's no depth to it at all. Um, but fuck, it it does what it matter what it's supposed to do, and it does it. Really well. I kind of wish I didn't. It didn't make my list. Yeah. But. Yeah. <laughs> Anyways, uh, <laughs> you would talk to me then, <laughs> you asshole. Um, number four for me is A Color of Space. We talked about this. Nicholas wow, Cage. You really love it. I, I enjoy like... this. I love that body horse scene too because I didn't see it coming. Like, uh, even the ending, I thought there was a weird, odd tension throughout the movie because everyone's kind of losing their mind. Yeah. 
even like uh was that Tommy Chong was the guy in yeah, the uh, woods when well, he's like I recorded some stuff man you should probably check it out like oh what a cool idea people need to hire yeah. Tommy Chong though. I agree man <laughs> cool uh number four for me the Invisible Man uh. again I, I didn't love this film but I liked elements to it I still my wish. favorite yeah. scene of the year I have yet to see this oh oh yeah. I thought you saw it I, no, I stand no, by no, no. that. I would have rather had a Claude Rain style mm-hmm. remake where it's this guy going crazy and just causing havoc. This is kind of like more of like a 90s almost thriller. Kevin Bacon. It's very 90s. And kind of, ho- yeah, it's closer to The Hollow Man with Kevin Bacon than it is to yeah. The Invisible Man. It's, it's crazy like that you would reference that, but this is like a good version of The Hollow Man. <laughs> How bad is The but, Hollow but it, Man? It's the same kind of story. Like that yeah. one, he goes, uh, uses power to like torment and like rape and be a sleazy dude and it, it just uh, this one yeah. has a, an incredible lead performance and yeah, yeah. so there's there's a, a scene at a restaurant yeah it's great yeah don't, don't say anymore yeah, yeah. There, there was a couple moments like that set that's, pieces I think I liked that set piece alone yeah. though is like worth this didn't make my list so uh, I'll say that because all the 90s thrillery stuff gets a little bit I like that st- I much. like those type of films but and we don't get enough of those anymore but it was just like I wish it leaned into that or leaned into more Elizabeth Moss's like I thought they did a lot like that's why I, I thought it I found it fascinating because it's about her dealing she gets out of this abusive relationship mm-hmm. the guy kills himself she inherits all the stuff with, uh, and then, you know, he may have not have killed himself because someone invisible is tormenting her. Like, I thought they did a good job dealing with, like, seeing, like, the trauma that this woman went through and how, like, she can cannot live a normal life. This is the movie that's on, that didn't make my list, that didn't even make my, I think, top 15, that I'm most, the only one I might watch again. Oh yeah, yeah, and like again, it still has that that fun because of the the various set pieces. Like, there's a cool like escape from the uh, the psychiatric uh, hospital or whatever. Yeah, like uh, what's his name, Lee? Whatever. Uh, who, what's the director's name? Lee Winnell, I think. Who did um, Upgrade? Yeah, I, I felt the exact same about this and Upgrade. Basically, like, oh fuck, I should like this more, yeah. but I just don't like. There was sections of this movie like anything that was like related to the the friend that she's staying with and the daughter don't care about. Yeah. Um, again, on a better year, this would probably not make my top ten either. But again, this year, <laughs> it but, did. But there's a couple scenes. You're right. There's a couple scenes that are more masterful than anything. And I wish I had seen that fucking restaurant scene in a theater. Yeah. How good would that have been with yeah. everybody in the audience? And maybe that would have changed my opinion of the whole movie, that experience. I can't fucking wait to go back to the movie theater. <laughs> Honestly. Yeah. I, I will say the thing that really disappoints me about this film, though, like this is where they're going. This is the new Universal Monster. They did the Tom Cruise one. That didn't work. You know, too big in action Tom yeah. Cruise. I understand why that didn't work. I don't want that. They're going back to horror. That kind of excites me. But... If this is the beginning of the Universal Monster, like this doesn't excite me either. Like to me, like yeah, I not- want bigger. I want. I'd love to see him go more. Period. I don't want like smaller, modern Frankenstein and Draculas. Like to me, that's not a big or, Universal Monster. Or you could monster. go. You could go smaller. Period. Oh, too. I was thinking like smaller. Yeah. Like, from the back lagoon, but like tiny would be amazing. Yeah. No. Yeah. Sorry, I, but I mean that would be like period films, right? Yeah. Like I don't want to see. 
creature from the black lagoon and and all the i don't know i don't want to see present time and like this film it just felt like again this film was that would fine. be awesome like these guys go to like the amazon like a rainforest and they go to this like uh, what's that amazon river that they but again have? that would be kind of like the a amazon big adventure it's called the amazon river <laughs> yeah or, uh, all right then <laughs> just like again when i when i think of like the universe monsters invisible man That's i think a of river uh, that delivers your packages right yes put, like packages in the <laughs> yeah, river and then it, they, floats it, right it gets on there down. in 24 hours yeah, yeah. Right. no matter where you are in the world <laughs> yeah when I think of a universal monster, Invisible Man, I think of like him destroying a fucking big train and like all these huge set pieces. That is not this film. This is like a small thriller about a guy tormenting his ex girlfriend. You know what I mean? Like, you know, if this is where they're going, these type of things, I, I'm not interested. Like, this was fine and I enjoyed it, but I don't want to see all the universal monster done this way. I don't know. So it's, it's kind of disappointing in that sense. Number three. So my number three is Bertrand Bonello's Zombie Child. Oh, I didn't see this. So this takes part basically in two eras. One in 1962 in Haiti. And the whole thing is a throwback to the original zombie. Oh, nice. You know, the voodoo zombie. Yeah, like the, uh, what's that, the uh, serpent in the rainbow kind of deal? And I guess like the director just like had an affinity of that zombie. He grew up watching zombie movies. And realized they hadn't really been done, but he was like, I need to go to Haiti. So it's, it sounds insane to shoot there. It like, really does. Uh, <laughs> like, it seemed like a really difficult movie to make, and it took him years to kind of like get people to trust him there, that he wasn't going to take advantage and, and make them seem kind of stupid for their beliefs. Yeah. So it opens up, and it's basically this guy that turned into a zombie, and then you kind of see him with these other zombies, and it's, it's very kind of like... They're almost on a plantation working for them. So it, it definitely has allegorical references yeah. to France colonialism. Well, wasn't that the plot of White Zombie, one of those ones that they use them as slaves? It, slaves, yeah. So White, is, yeah. White Zombie is one of the ones he he uh, references. And then the Jacques Turneau one, I Walked with a Zombie, and a, a few other things. But this one, he's trying to like really show how it worked. And, and, and this... Basically, they feed them this zombie milk to keep them going, but everything else... If, if zombie milk isn't a beer name already, uh, dibs. Yeah, dibs, you got dibs. it. You got to do zombie milk. That would be a great milk stout. Yeah, it would be amazing. Uh, so it's one of those things where it, it was really interesting. Like At first, you're just seeing the zombie kind of working in this hot fucking weather, shot beautifully, dark kind of, and all of a sudden, he eats a piece of meat, and he's normal again. And then all of a sudden we're at present day and we're like at a boarding school in France with all these girls that are in this like elite boarding school. And it like really clicks into place for me. Honestly, the Haitian stuff, while it's really impressive, is probably the least effective part of this movie. Mm -hmm. The stuff at the boarding school where it's the granddaughter of this zombie because when he clicks back in, he ends up being able to have his life back. Oh, that's awesome. Goes back to his wife, has kids. And she's this zombie child, and she's seen things, and she's still part of her aunt is a voodoo priestess. Oh, that's awesome. And it just has this, like, fucking interesting tone and kind of conversation around things that are happening both in in France and what they did, uh, you know, to all of these different countries and where they left them. Uh, But also, like, the teen girls are, are all great, like... Both shallow and sophisticated, and all the things you you kind of want. Yeah. I like this way way more than I th- I thought. I, it was it was one of my last watches. It was like on Shutter, right? I think it's on Shutter, yeah. and, and I, I think and it's on Criterion. I watched it on Criterion because uh, I like Shutter. I see like zombie. I kind of 
tune out well i I honestly it was just it it was the director who's kind of known for some other stuff and i was like i should really watch some Manello stuff so why don't i start with this because i gotta watch some movies that maybe i won't like yeah 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 yeah. (laughs) it was honestly out of desperation i feel really bad about my number three yeah sorry go ahead how are the horror elements in that? Just because I watched so, the trailer and like it didn't look like a so horror movie. like oh that's why I didn't all the stuff with, it. with the school like it starts escalating where she starts having dreams about like biting the 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 girl it, it, and and it does it references all of those old kind of zombie tropes and stuff. It's it's definitely an art house movie because yeah, it's a terrible trailer for, at least for a horror film. Because I, I was like I saw you rated high and I'm like yeah, what is this film? And then I watched the trailer and I'm like no. <laughs> But again, I'm not saying it's not. I'm just it didn't it didn't sell like horror at all. I think in the trailer you see like a tiny bit of the, the stuff in Haiti, and then it just seemed like a and the fucking last scene where like the voodoo god comes down and and takes over and all that stuff. That's amazing, and it's that's fucking horror. Yeah, but it's like a slow build to that, and then he fucking lets it rip at the end. So it is definitely like a, a horror film. Yeah, it's, okay. Yeah, it's definitely a horror film. Hmm. Yeah, like everything was this guy, like, I guess, Bonello, who's now known as this big art house guy, came from watching only genre movies. And then he was a musician, and then somehow backdoored into making some movies, and then was always wanting to reference these things that he would he saw in double features. and that he and, loved. And just never, and, and I guess the last movie he made, kind of, it's like uh, these guys that take over a department store after they've done some terrorist event and there's a bunch of like kind of action shit in there that he was able to do in that one and this one was more going to the horror elements hmm. cool i can't wait to watch uh, i'll probably watch in the next uh nocturama because of this and house of tolerance is supposed to be great as well but yeah i, I, re- I really dug this and I, this is not like one of his more prestige one but i think it's the horror elements that work that that work like it's the opposite of what we were talking about in a lot of other things i think the art house stuff in Haiti is actually the least effective. That's crazy. All right, my number three is nothing like anything uh, we've talked about. It's a terrible movie, but I loved it. Get Duked. Yeah, I love this movie. It was so much fun. I like these characters. I love... I had no idea where it was going. So this is my number two. Get out of here. Yeah. Oh, that's crazy. Because I felt bad moving it this high up. Like, I kind of dug it. I almost had this as my number one. Yeah, it's almost like a classic buddy horror movie. Like you love all these guys; they're all. I love the kids. I also like that Vince Staples, Run the Jewels, Mm -hmm. uh, Danny Brown rap culture. That is like it's it's the most effective use of music. I think it's crazy, right? In anything I've watched this year. And even the uh, the rave in the barn (laughs) makes no sense. Yeah, but it was awesome in this movie. Yeah, I, I like. I thought it was uh, hilarious. It is a most dangerous game sort of setup. Yeah. I think Ed, Eddie Izzard is having a great time yeah. of it, it. It is so slick too. Like it's edited so slickly and fast paced, and the actions there. Um, yeah. yeah, it's it's like uh, these fucking asshole kids, but are ass and stupid. But I actually you, like all. They're of not them. really like they're they're assholes, but you, they're lovable assholes. Yes. Yeah. And again, there is this one uh, scene with the police department trying to figure oh, out like yeah. what's going on like i think it's terrorist drug related terrorist it gets bigger and bigger and they're like wait figure out what's going on with the bread and then <laughs> get rid <laughs> yes, of these uh, drug dealing terrorists <laughs> <laughs> i i like 
Mm-hmm. I I laugh, but also like the fucking kids are in danger almost from the get go. Yeah. It, yeah, it's 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 uh, it's such a stupid fun so movie. The, the hardest pick I had out yeah. of all of this, all the picks, yep. was do I put Get Duked at number one? Oh, that's crazy. Um, and I almost did. Oh, that's crazy. But I, I did have it at number two. <laughs> I'm actually surprised you did, actually. I fucking loved it. I'm surprised it's number three on my list. Kyle, if you're ever, like, bogging me down and (laughs) and at me for not liking fun things, this movie is pure fun. Did you watch this or no? I, um, the only film I disliked, oh, no, sorry, I liked it better than Extraordinary, but I hated this film, too. (laughs) Um, yeah, I actually wrote, I didn't, I thought all the characters were unreal- unrealistically stupid and annoying. Oh. I hated the dumb cops. I can't stand movies like that where like they're unrealistically stupid, <laughs> which they were in this one. I, I didn't like the character. Like I hated all the kids. I didn't like the music at all. I hated the music. Oh, I thought it was awesome. And my oh, biggest yeah. problem is like I was all excited when like the guy came uh, to hunt them. And he has a yeah. cool mask. But then like that never goes anywhere. Like they don't, he doesn't ever really hunt them. Like they do a sequence then they get away, and then he catches. Then they catch like one of the kids later on, and then people come, and then like you never get any real hunting. And I, that was my other problem with the movie, The Hunt. Like you set up this cool, like I'm expecting this most dangerous game type hunt within and both like of those films. Minutes, both of those films, done. like they got rid of it, and it's like what yeah. you're called The Hunt, and same thing. Like this movie. You read the plot, and that's what it's about, and it's like, no. Like, well, this, we don't I, call no, it any no, cool. I, I guess Duke wasn't about that. That Duke was kind of about, like, these kids going on this yeah. adventure, I yeah, think. Yeah, yeah, that's what I, I see, it yeah. too. It, it wasn't, a, it wasn't like, the hunt is actually, like, that's... It's called the hunt. <laughs> this is d- get Duke. Like, they're supposed no, to be doing no, but this the, trail but the and plot, finding the themselves. the plot is about... Uh, they escape. Uh, they're getting chased by a, hunt, a huntsman. Well, a mysterious yeah, huntsman. but, like, the actual plot is these boys are supposed to... But the, horror, but the horror element, horror element is that they're getting chased by this yeah. guy, right? And it's 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 still again like, we're not doing top ten general <laughs> films here. We're doing top we're not ten doing horror. Top ten buddy comedies. <laughs> Would you not call this a horror? Oh, movie? No, I, but I'm saying that's what I'm yeah. saying though that the horror element yeah. they set up this cool villain, and I'm thinking, oh, this is going to be kind of cool. You're going to have a, this guy scary hunting these guys down, and then they don't do anything with that. Like the the villain is pretty much there for like a joke. The whole movie is yeah. It's yeah. a horror comedy. Like yeah. yeah, yeah. I don't know. I did not like it. Music um, though, man. You got to get it with the times. Oh, I hated the music. That that was a film that like I actually wrote that in my review. That was one of the things I commented on how bad the music was. <laughs> Those are like three of my favorite artists the last uh, ten years. Well, well I guess all we, in one movie. I guess we have different music. Danny taste. Brown, ODB, huh? Old Danny Brown. Does old Danny Brown. Does yeah. anyone refer to him as ODB or no? Uh, I don't know if ODB, but Old Danny Brown comes up because he's got yeah. a uh, old. Yeah, Old Danny uh, Brown. Yeah. <laughs> um, weird. Yeah, that is weird. Anyways, uh, w- what was your number two? Uh, or my, number number, my number three. three is uh, the one you just talked about alone. Um, oh yeah, yeah, I, I agree. I thought it was very tense. I like that the female lead did like. She pretty much did everything that she should have done. Like she actually made smart decisions. Usually these movies drive me crazy. Yeah, definitely made smart decisions. They do really decisions. dumb things, but no matter what, in the end, you know, it kind of shows you that if these people are, want their victim, they're gonna they're gonna get them one way or the other. Um, yeah, I thought it was tense. I liked. Um, yeah, I, I guess there's not too much else. I like the just. The, That's the, the only thing it. with this movie is there's yeah, not too much very, else. But yeah. he, he's a cool villain. There's some just there's just a lot of creepy moments where he every time she thinks she's got away from him, he's there. All three main characters are w- well, well yeah. done. Like the, even the guy she meets, right? Like he's a great character because they're all 
giving more depth to these roles that actually don't have much meat on them. Like, if you have bad actors in this, yeah. it might not be yeah. as effective because you wouldn't have any emotional connection. But they're they're living these fucking moments of terror or excitement or or, or fear or they're confusion. It, eh? Yeah. And yeah, I will say that I like the first half better than the latter half. I like like the build where this guy is constantly falling. I thought a lot of that was more tense than the actual than the stuff in the forest, the chase stuff. But there uh, is that moment in the forest though, where yeah. where she's hiding. Yeah, that's f- yeah, that was good. But again, I, I don't know. It was still good. It, I, I enjoyed it. this. This was a surprise. This is one that I probably. Would not have watched because the poster just looked like a shitty. This is a Tammy um, Bentley pick right here. Video I, trash. I thing did and, not have this on my list to watch, yeah. and then she was like, "Hey, I, I heard something from someone about Alone." I was like, "Well, I've watched does, twenty of these that I hate, so yeah, let's I didn't keep hear watching." Much about it, so does if, if Kylo Tammy an apology? Because uh, <laughs> yeah. at the start of this episode, he's coming at it pretty hard. No, again, I'm not saying like I'm sure Tammy <laughs> looks at me and says I have terrible taste too. I think we just have different tastes. I think. What I like out of a horror film is different than what she likes, and the, you know I'm not but saying you both liked Alone. Yeah, so hey, listen, what about Breakfast <laughs> Tiffany's? Right? <laughs> well, Alone kind of has that. It kind of has the the serious kind of scary. Like I could see even more so from a female this being a scary because this kind of could happen if someone follows you. Like, what do you do? Because again, this woman does everything you would think like she makes the right moves yeah like you where the guy stops and says oh can you help me you know my arm's broken you help me with this thing like every other movie they would have stopped and helped and he would have got her this thing she's like no i'm gonna drive off like i'm not this that's fucking scary <laughs> so i could see like a you know more so from a female but i guess for me too because i'm a wuss <laughs> mm-hmm. you know you can watch this and be like yeah no matter what like if these people want you like how do you stop it so i don't know i thought that was scary but it does kind of have those 80s kind of slasher elements yeah. too without fully going slasher mode really um so yeah i could see why i guess it, it would kind of be something that we that kind of fits both of our tastes i guess my number two is get, get duked. duked uh yeah. so i'll just check in everyone liking this raspberry beer that's really nice eh? it's sweeter than i thought it would be uh yeah there's like a candy-esque to it which is kind of nice very yeah, candy. I'm, I'm hammered off it yeah, Kyle's getting drunk. I've had, I've had my Kyle's getting beer. drunk and we, gloomy. We need uh, <laughs> yeah. like to to get him a little. Do you think bit he's gonna get to like more dour, or do you think he's gonna get like livelier? <laughs> no, yeah, this. I get, tell you, man, this, just this, this ep- The next episode is not gonna be better. Oh, no. Like, oh, I'm not looking forward to it. But anyway. the next episode, I can't wait actually because oh. I've had like you have a good year. I'll, I'll I'll give one thing away from my general list. I probably don't have any movie that would have been in my top five last year. But I have twelve that would have been fighting for my six okay. to ten. Like it maybe hasn't had my all timer list, mm-hmm. but it's had so, so. I found so many. Like again, my horror list. I don't. I wouldn't have anything on there in my top fifteen. So it's been a real disappointment for horror in general. Even though, like the but, last few we've been talking about, yeah. I've been really into. Looking forward to the uh, top ten of next. Y- I'm looking next forward week. to when we move on to <laughs> yeah. anything else. But looking forward um, to the tombs of the blind dead. Are you? <laughs> the problem with with when we do this is you have to watch so yeah. much. Yeah, there's a ton. Right. I think that's a problem too. Like if if you hit something good, then you you get excited. But then mm. like this year, I I did I don't know. Yeah, I guess we'll talk about yeah, like yeah, the. Yeah. Uh, we'll talk like about the, next yeah, week. Yeah, next yeah, week. Yeah. 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 Anyways. Anyways, my number two. I loved the uh, atmosphere and the phantasmagorical uh, setting of this. I just love saying that word, phantasmagorical. <laughs> uh, the mortuary collection. 
I really enjoy <laughs> your rap like, I know. I know you guys both. We this. were quiet and went yeah. even more quiet. Yeah. That should have that should have been like my number one film. That should have been oh, my jam, dude. I enjoy this. There's something awesome about like a. I guess it's not like a kids horror movie because, but it felt like something out of like a. Uh, are well, it's you an afraid of the dark? Yeah. yeah. I, I I thought it was an interesting wraparound. I love the atmosphere of the actual morgue. I loved uh, two out of the uh, four, actually three out of the four stories. I kind of really dug. You loved too. okay, like I think that's my like. Yeah, I was excited about this and and I liked it. I don't get me wrong. Like I I, I might you pick saw it up. the uh, turns coming from. Well, my I, I just found my problem is like there wasn't really like you can have a, a not a great anthology, but it has one story that stands yeah. out, and that makes you like overall. This thing, like all the stories, I thought they were fine. There was nothing. The Del- they weren't bad, but there's the Del Toro one me, in the, in the Dead Wife. Yeah. Yeah, Dead Wife. I, I that, really enjoyed that one. Yeah, that, that was, for me, the only one that kind of stuck mm-hmm. out. Like, again, I, I watched that before both of you guys, so it's been a bunch yeah. of months now. Like, if we did the top 50 anthology segments, would any of those make your top 50? None of those would yeah, make mine. I can, yeah, I can guarantee that. I don't, I don't that. think so. Now, the, but the wraparound I really dug. I, yeah, the wraparound wasn't Yeah, bad. like, the wraparound yeah. is probably stronger than normal. It's got a really yeah. good lead performance. You got um, it. Nothing was bad in this, but nothing was good no, for exactly. me. Yeah. I enjoyed the dead wife, the wraparound, and yeah. I, I kind of dug the fifties vibe of the uh, the pregnancy story too. I thought that was kind of right. fun because, like, the uh, fr- frat guy from the nineteen fifties who kind of takes off the condom and uh, I was just so because I was hearing so much praise for this film, and then Adam Sonny's like, "Ah, it wasn't that great," mm. but I'm like, I don't fucking trust this guy's yeah. opinion when yeah. it comes to that type of film. You know what I mean? And I was so excited. I'm thinking, like, this is going to be what gets me excited about 2020 because that was kind of early yeah. in. And then I came away and I was like, it was fine. Yeah. It was fine. Yeah. Like, it, uh, I think that's yeah, what made it. The, the babysitter murders. I didn't really dig that one either, to be honest with you. <laughs> yeah, like, you're going <laughs> yeah. through it. And you wouldn't, that's yeah. what I mean. Yeah. Like, when I, I was looking on my list and I went through it and I was two like, out yeah. Of three, yeah. I don't know. It, it, it was fine. It I wasn't think the bad. wraparound just, really got me. Yeah. Uh, my number two, one that Adam, I don't think, liked. This is a film that it seems like general audiences didn't like it, but horror fans seem to really dig it. Like, I saw this on a lot of horror fans' lists, and a lot of horror fans I follow gave it high ratings, even higher than so, my ratings. So tell me why Spontaneous is good. Nope, it's not Spontaneous. Oh, damn. Oh. Uh, underwater. Oh, oh. I, I, I kind of go would go to bat for some of this, actually. Um, this is uh, Kristen Stewart. It's... I like that it opens up with a bang. It just gets right into it. There's no like long drawn out setup. I love the opening of this movie. Love the opening of this movie. Yeah, it's pretty much uh, an underwater movie. They're stuck underwater. They have to get to a certain point, and there's big monsters outside. Kind of like almost Lovecraftian monsters. There's just a lot of. There's some great moments. I mean, I don't think it does it as well as like the descent or above is below, but it kind of has that moments where you're stuck underwater mm-hmm. and you know, you only have so much oxygen or you're only, you have to get to a certain point and you don't know what you're doing in these suits. And I, then I feel like the initial setup of this is just fantastic. And it does. Kristen Stewart is a, a, a pretty great actress and like can sell these sort of things. I hope that like she gets some, proper roles <laughs> yeah a little bit the only problem with this for me is once it goes big so i liked all that kind of lovecraftian stuff i don't know i'm a big giant monster fan i like giant monsters i just like 
I hate how it was shot in the second half. All the okay. stuff becomes so cloudy, and you can't really see the action see, very I well. I kind of like that. Like the whole movie, I find is very dark. Dark I mean, is fine. You like see a lot of the time. It's all this CGI fucking shit that's going on all over the screen that starts mm. driving me crazy after a while. And it was honestly like, oh my god, I'm I'm watching like. <laughs> I thought I was watching my number one horror movie of the year, and then I just fucking it fell was, apart. Was drained by it by the end. Yeah, again, like I came away being like that was pretty good, <laughs> but again, that's that's my list yeah. this year. Um, yeah, like I, I liked it. I just didn't. Um, yeah, it, it, it was fun. A lot to like about it. Though. Yeah, like it's a it's yeah. a kind of fun roller coaster ride, and you know, I, I always like these type of movies um, where they're you know. It's claustrophobic, and they're trying to get to this point before they run out of air or whatever bullshit. And you yeah. like the I like when they put a clock on things too. Yeah, right? yeah, like, yeah. Like the clock, and, and Vincent Cassell was great. Yeah. In it. Um, even T.J. Miller, uh, he was, I didn't hate him like I DJ sometimes Miller. do. I did hate him in this, and I, I'm, Is I'm it because you hate T.J. Miller, like no, because I love T.J. Miller in Silicon, Silicon Valley, Valley, even though I sh- like should I should just hate T.J. Miller, but yeah. but I love T.J. Miller in Silicon Valley. This one, it's just like. Uh, He's too TJ. Well, they're they're clearly written as like break jokes. Yeah, yeah. But uh, yeah, I, I yeah, I would not disagree with someone that didn't like it. But I, I was surprised that I, I remember when I put this on. I was like, this is kind of fun. I thought no one else would really mm. like it. But yeah, horror. I, I completely really forgot about it to to the point where I was like, oh, he's talking. He's going to be talking about this other movie. But <laughs> number one, number one, my number one is Possessor by Brandon Cronenberg. Oh. Um, yeah, like I just love the concept of this about basically like this assassin that's going in. I also think this is really held up because I do agree that Cronenberg shoots things so clinical is the word I would use instead of cold, but cold works as well. But Andrea Riseborough and Christopher Abbott, I thought, are phenomenal in their roles. And both Christopher Abbott, especially because he has to show. Basically, he's the one that's getting taken over by this assassin that comes into his brain, but he's fighting it off. And there's some unbelievable kind of like reactionary scenes there where you can tell in a split second that he's him and or he's her. And that's really difficult to pull off, I think, as an actor. Um, for me, it like, again, he's always going to be in his shadow, his father, but I, I just watched some of his father's early movies yeah. uh, and... You know the mid '70s stuff. I would probably pick this like over this, the. Uh, I'm picking this over stuff. it. Uh, now, now is this the the classic? Uh, uh, yeah, it's, it, it's it's nowhere near is that. This his third movie or second movie? I think it's his second yeah, full length. Second, yeah. uh, okay, he's done so, a bunch of shorts. Yeah, so it's hard. I think for him to get movies made. Yeah, some of the gore is fucking. Yeah. Is it Un- like the body horror? Yeah, you got to make yeah. sure you watch the unrated. Unrated, uh, uncut version, yeah. This was actually done at our work, and uh, I could have saw it like fucking a year before everyone else. And the guy at my work was like, this one you should really see. Like, I'll put it up in the theater. And I was like, eh, I don't, yeah. can't be bothered. And then like six months later, I heard all this praise, and I was like, fuck, I should have took advantage of that. Yeah, that would have been one to watch nice. Um, Did you end up picking this one up, or was it like a no, I just Yeah, I just watched it, and I'm, I don't know. Again, I... Yeah. It's not one I'm going to run out and buy. I didn't. It was fine. Like I liked it. I would also like a lot of the concepts. I don't are great. know how much I would go back to it. Mm-hmm. I, I, I like that's the thing for me. I'll watch this again because I think there are layers to it. I almost have like also De- Dennis Villeneuve kind of vibes mm-hmm. a little bit occasionally. The the problem for me is the same problem I ha- that Kyle has where it doesn't go over the top because he just 
his actors are having to do a lot of heavy lifting for him. Yeah. And he's lucky he's picked unbelievable actors from Sean Bean. Sean Bean's character is a nothing as written. And he makes him turn into this kind of smarmy father I don't know if figure. I like Sean Bean in the movie. I like Sean Bean, but like I don't no, think you, I usually love Sean Bean. But mm-hmm. uh, I don't think it's the Sean Bean performance of the year. I'll tell you that. But uh, uh, there's another movie that I think Sean Bean is better in. But he also elevates a role that is underwritten. Yeah. Everything is underwritten, and I feel like he—if he ever matched up with like a really great writer. Yeah, I, I would. I wanted more character development. Usually, I don't need that so much. <laughs> like, I don't want a whole character. But I think yeah, this film, I wanted something. Um, it's just the concept is so great, and his execution as a filmmaker is like next level. See, I don't. That's the thing too. I think there's some really amazing visual scenes, and then there are some that I thought kind of looked dull and ugly. Like I, I thought all, some of a lot of the stuff just looked kind of ugly. Like when he's walking. On the streets and and he's in certain it's, apartments and everything. Like again, it's just that is cold, that, ugly it, look. Do you just hate Ontario? Is that <laughs> well? Yeah, you could tell it was Toronto. It, it is like Toronto, so. Yeah. It's Hamilton too. Okay. The first shot is down down at the Sherman f- uh, factory. The, uh, oh, yeah, the cotton. The cotton. Uh, or no, maybe not in that one. There's somewhere in Hamilton. Yeah. I, I'm confusing this with a Jay Baruchel one. Uh, it just seemed like yeah. again when you watch like really visual. Again, like some of the horror stuff was shot so visually well done, and then I thought like the kind of stuff and like just the in the regular stuff, walking through the streets and the apartments, like just kind of looked dull and ugly. I don't know. I think I, I still like that. I, I still think it had like a cool color palette, and you can definitely tell he's got a sense for composition. I, I don't know. I, I really like this movie a lot. If this was last year, this might be my fourth or fifth yeah. horror movie of the year. So like I, I'm not overly like, oh my god, this is gonna make my this is going to be number top 100. This is number 15 now on my top yeah. 100. It wasn't that kind of year, but I'm still like, you know. Yeah, no, it, it's, it's, it's a, a really great film. movie. It's one of those films, like, I understand why people liked it a lot. It's just not necessarily yeah, my type of. Like, when people say Nolan is cold, where like Nolan fucking touches me, man. Yeah. Like, he hits me in a lot, an emotional level on a lot of films. This film, like, I think no emotion. Like, when it ended, I was like, meh. Whereas, you know, my number one did hit me on an emotional level, uh, which we'll what talk could it about. be? <laughs> Is it just like my number one host? <laughs> oh, oh yeah, I liked host man. Like it is like here's like forty five minutes of like scary, spooky stuff happening to you, and what a good idea of using like filters too that got me. I did not see this coming at all. I didn't either. I no. thought it would have been like a, a piece of garbage because like, eh, whatever. Like, then... I think some of the movies at the mm. top I've been more critical of on my own list than Host yeah. because Host should be terrible. Yeah. <laughs> like for for me at least. Yeah. And it, it worked on so many levels. For some weird reason that I guess you haven't really seen any um, movies like this because we haven't had a year like this. So here's like, all right, take these lemons that this 2020 has been and they made a lemonade. So yeah. it's It's also like... I don't want to give too much credit for this because I want to just... I I never try to low budget or high budget or whatever. Like, maybe you praise someone because, hey, look what they were able to do, but what are you able to do just in general should be in general. But this was done with nothing. Yeah. uh, And and created this great... Yeah, I think it's a pretty... It's impressive what they were able to do, I guess. But again, like you say, I don't care about that stuff. It's a finished (laughs) product. 
Yeah, and I, th- I thought, the, like, for me, it took a lot of things, like you were saying, Kyle, like, yeah, we've seen this, we've seen this, we've never seen all of these things done in, mm-hmm. in kind of succession. Well, they tried Unfriended, but I feel this did Unfriended better, better. than Unfriended did. And I, I was kind of actually like, Unfriended's not as bad as yeah. some of the shit I watch sometimes for for this yeah. podcast. I don't know if I'm doing my top 10 horror movies if, it, if it's not for here, right? Like, because yeah. you have to watch a lot of shit yeah. to get to the cream. See, I love all this shit. Again, just not modern shit. Like, 70s? Give me the, the shittiest junk of the 70s. We're not I'm living, find it, something we're not living right. in 1974, so we have to watch whatever's yeah, every now. Every year, you have to do the same thing. Like, all right, watch all these uh, 2019 yeah. horror movies. I, I, I don't know. I miss those times. I'm an old fart. That <laughs> you didn't live long. in those times. Yeah. <laughs> Give me the, ni- the early 90s horror movies. That's all I'm saying. Oh, my I would God. Put, I don't know. I hated the early 90s, but now, no, there's a lot of shit Give in the me 90s. Puppet Master <laughs> 6. I, I, yeah, like, there's, there's if you some ever really were like, great 90s films, though, but yeah. yes, there's yeah, a lot of Yeah, of course there are. Like, and yeah. if you go back, but like, if you were like, hey, let's do the best top, Tw- top I don't know. My 25. top twenty-five, I think, of the nineties would be better than my top twenty-five of the the decade we just did. Uh, I doubt it for me. You know what? I think yeah, I could easily there was find a great 25. run in the early nineties, like nineties to like ninety-five. But I was gonna say, like, if you say, "Hey, let's do the top," let's go back to two thousand one and do the top horror movies. I would be like. I'll just turn on the mics for you guys. Yeah, exactly. I, I, I'm I, like there. There's. I'm gonna sit this one out. There's always gonna be bad kind of like yeah. eras that you have to get through, and unfortunately, I think this is one where this was a year that, for reasons, we didn't yeah. get. Look at our list. Like three movies I, came out that I wanted. I to got watch. four. Yeah. I maybe or maybe three. Like I don't know. Yeah, and who knows? Like maybe like 2021 is going to be insane with all these great new ones, right? Yeah, That's just, just looking a quick look at the 90s, I don't want to get into this too much, but yeah. I'm seeing easily 10, 15 that are better than anything of the past 10 years. <laughs> okay. Um, like, yeah, the thing, Silence of the Lambs, kind of there, Candyman, Kronos. Not going to barely make, both of the last two, like Silence Lambs, fucking yeah. for sure. Those other two probably won't make my top 100. Oh, Candyman well, yeah. won't? Oh, you're crazy. Candyman, well. You got you to gotta see it. When's the last time you watched it? I watched it. Okay. Exorcist okay, okay. three. Exorcist three. Oh, well, yeah. there's yeah, there's a lot of good shit. Blair Witch Project, <laughs> Tremors. Yeah, there's a lot of good shit. Like Anyways. there's good shit, but yeah, like it, yeah, it's yeah, not yeah, like yeah, it was yeah. a like a no. It, a, it was a, a terrible decade. Time, I'm just saying. Yeah. I, I think if we were if we were living in 1992 and had to do this list. Yeah. Yeah, it's true. Like top ten of ninety two. Imagine watching forty yeah. nineteen ninety two. I agree. Movies. I think doing like if we did a top ten of like ninety one, I think like the first one or two. Yeah. Would be great, and then there'd be a lot of shit. But that's what I'm saying. I think if you took like the best two of each year, they would be better than the best two of these these years for me, at least. Um, but anyways, Maybe. We're, we're yeah, well, what's track. your number one? Yeah, yeah, uh, yeah. Get, um, get to it. My number one, as I mentioned, spontaneous. Oh, really? <laughs> now I can't believe you and Tammy are the only people that did not like this film. <laughs> I actually just listened to a podcast, one of the probably the bigger horror podcasts I was listening to before we came because I wanted to see their picks. They had this at number one and two. Haven't like and they, even at reviews, its average on Letterbox is one of the highest rated horror films this year. I, I'm really surprised how much is, you guys dislike. I haven't heard of this movie. What is it? So it's it's kind of a coming of age romantic kind of. I'm just gonna step out away for a second. <laughs> romantic teen kind of comedy, but what it is, is there's a vi- It's one of the most creative scripts this year. There's a virus. Great idea for sure. And, I I also and, bought no, this on digital because. 
of the ratings and whatever. I've never done this ever before in my life. Oh wait, this is like the uh, they uh, blow the up. rom-com. They blow up real good. Yeah. Like a they, rom-com. Yeah, like yeah. They'll, they'll just be sitting in class and someone will blow up. And a lot of it like happens out of nowhere. They'll be at a party when you're least expecting all of a sudden you hear and it's not it's not like a little like it's like blood everywhere. But yeah, like I thought it was so tense because you never know when it's going to come and no one is really safe in this movie. Like I thought that was kind of surprised me where they went with it and then yeah you know with that you have this like i thought the teens kind of felt real it kind of cheesy stuff but again for me the teens felt like they were ridden by people our age yeah i don't know maybe that's why i liked it i don't know like (laughs) like honestly like who's referencing traffic if you're fucking 18 year old years old now like and movie fans though Maybe like not if you're fucking 18 years old. Traffic, now. traffic to your website. Traffic isn't considered a great movie anymore. So like, <laughs> uh, like oh, in, the movie traffic. The movie traffic. <laughs> the, but the, I think this guy, they're, they're movie fans, aren't they? Isn't the guy like a nerdy kind of movie fan? She references it. Okay. And like, she's not the movie fan. He references Crumb. All too cute. He's a, a pixie, a manic pixie dream boy. Uh, so yeah. like the opposite of all the girls we've had that yeah. are unrealistic. He's the total opposite of this. And now I will say... It's like, nice, though, to see, like, you don't really see those type of male characters. And those characters exist. There's males that are, like, those sweet he's little... A, he's a dream guy. He, just like all the girls, they don't exist either. He doesn't exist either. Like, they're all fallacies. Oh, well, you're the, you're doing this terrible stuff. Well, I'm still going to be there for you. And, well, like, it's yeah. all there to just support her and anything that she does, and it doesn't matter. I thought she gave a pretty great performance. He's like a nothing to me. Out of all the, I, I, I'm sorry. <laughs> like I hated him as a character so much because he's so incapable of actually being a real person. I wish they did more of the like the actual satirical stuff that occasionally, like the the bro stands up and he's like, you know what, we're here for whatever, and then he fucking just like takes. Well, I thought takes I, it. I think that's the best part. Like no one is literally safe, and you never know where it's going to come. And it There's always no happens reason. At the least ex- and I wish like the the scene in the the school that breaks loose at one time when everyone kind of feels like they're safe. Amazing. I don't. I just it, it hit me, and I thought it, it's also one of those films that kind of gives you a lot to think about, especially like it makes you go back to that time and what if you like you're in that prime time, your high school days, but your life could be over like that, and and just and it happens, and what you when all of a sudden your friend is gone like that, and and you know, and then relationship between your parents, where your parents are dealing with like how do they act around you when your friend just got blown up or you and you could be tomorrow you could be in an hour there's no there's no rhyme or reason and no one knows why this is happening i know i thought they did all that pretty well and i don't know i i guess like i liked the relationship and i liked the relationship between her and her friend i don't know to me like i thought it felt kind of real and yeah. and enjoyable and it, it is cute like it's cutesy but i don't yeah, know i'm okay with cutesy like i mm-hmm. i have a soft spot for coming of age for john hughes and i like the music in this too i don't i'm not gonna say john hughes i hate when people compare to john hughes because no one's good as john hughes Why well, uh, and i actually after rewatching john hughes don't think john hughes is as good as people well, think he is you're crazy but uh, <laughs> like john hughes is good but john hughes you now realize you go back to those movies is written by an adult like like spontaneous you're pretending to be a, a but I, I don't mind that like I love Juno too and that's mm-hmm. definitely not that's someone that actually understands kid Juno I think is 
like, and I don't love Juno, but if you read the dialogue that everyone shit on, mm-hmm. and then you read the dialogue of this movie, it would be night and day. Yeah. I, like well, the, again, I think that because those movies, Juno is like all about that witty dialogue. This film, again, I thought just felt actually, more real to me. Something happens with kids. Like no kids talk like the kids in these these movies. They sound like adults are t- talking. Like I, I guess I get to talk to teenagers that are occasionally like clients or right, yeah. but no fucking kid talks like this. Oh, and I love the soundtrack in this film too, which I'm sure you hated. Um, this is a movie that I actually liked all the music in it. The My Chemical Romance. Um, <laughs> I, actually, I don't know if it is. I don't think the, it's I, the I only thing. So there's a it's scene. It's like indie music that I've never heard before. Yeah, there's. there's <laughs> and there's a cool. And the, the score, I think, it had a decent score, if I remember correctly. I, I did hate the music in this, except they use Wolf Braid, I'll believe, in everything for this fucking scene where she's just like falling off the deep end and she's running through a crowd of protesters. And at this point, I've given up on the movie. But I Like, it's so good. Yeah. It's like, you know, you got those. Of it. Bah, yeah. Bah, I will say, though, yeah. Bah, you, drums. <laughs> like that scene is fucking like fist pump in the air but then i was like why do i care about this i don't care about this person anymore yeah Yeah, i don't know it's a movie it's really the i'm trying to think of it's one of the few films that actually like i have no idea if i should watch this movie or not right now it's almost like the angel and the devil on my shoulder (laughs) well just keep in mind again from most horror lists it's on there yeah so I, I, I'm surprised. I, this, that, well, this, I'm not surprised that Adam didn't like it, but I mean, mm-hmm. he's. I think in this case, you're the minority. This would have been my most anticipated, other than Possessor, to watch at the end. Like, I, mm-hmm. I have to see this before it's going. Like, it, like on Letterbox has an average of three point five, oh, which wow. is pretty so yeah, high pretty for the, Like, out of twenty twenty films, I think there's like three or four that were that high for horror films. Yeah, I, I don't know. Like it, when I was uh, like, I think. Probably it was this and Possessor were the, at the top of the horror films when I was yeah. filtering out stuff. I wouldn't. Say, I don't hate this movie. I think this is my heart's beat loud of this year, where it, I don't know this film just connected with me. I, I just it hit me on emotional level. It hit me on making me think. It made me think of my high school days and relationships and and with friends and right. loved ones and family and. Yeah, I don't know. It just uh, it worked for me. I, yeah, the guy is really almost too perfect and cute, but I, it didn't bother me. I thought it, it kind of worked. In it's this, true. In like this the, the girls deserve to have a man who picks a dream boy. They, we've we've had a lot as as male figures. Uh, and again, I think it's the most creative plot. Like I, I can't think of another movie. Well, Possessor is pretty creative too. But I think this is. I think Possessor seems like if someone sells me that plot, I'd be like, okay. Whereas this film, it's like. People just are ran- randomly, spontaneously combusting. Okay, like what? What are you talking about? And I, I think that's I why think I like the one and don't like the other one. Ha- like this one never feels like what? Like other than oh, you got to live for the moment, which I actually don't necessarily think the kids do in this movie. Like you don't get that sense of that. I, like that's a it's a great thing. They, they, it felt like a wasted opportunity where they could have like. Oh, you're gonna fucking die at any moment, so you should do some crazy shit, and no one does anything. Well, like a lot that. of the time they're they're kind of stuck in. Well, the, for the last yeah, thing, and that know. that part yeah, like I, I again like there's something there uh, in in my household there was uh, yeah no you guys did not I'm actually just look yeah like I'm looking at everyone's like how ground is people are comparing it to I Heather's thought, <laughs> I, I thought ta- no Heather's is so fucking smart Joe in, Lynch in the horror director Joe Lynch <laughs> says Heather anyways. Joe Lynch said, "What has Joe Lynch done? I don't even know Joe Lynch." Oh, okay. <laughs> Anyways, yeah. Who, who is Joe Lynch? 
Uh, he's he's a horror director. Oh, what's he done? What? He, yeah, what, what's Joe Lynch? I don't know. Who cares? Okay, okay, <laughs> he's okay, he's okay, in okay. Adam Green. I thought you would know him because him and Adam uh, Green they oh, they, they, they do the podcast together. Uh, okay, and he's I think he directed some films. I don't I, care. I, I can see if um, you're a filmmaker, you would you would yeah. kind of love. I'm just this. yeah. It's just funny though because like I didn't know about this film either, and like everyone that I follow was giving it insane reviews, and then I loved it, and then Adam Tammy came along with like. Not even the lowest, but like by far, like I think she gave it like a one, and you gave it like a two or some bullshit. I gave it, I gave it two and a half. Okay. I, I, it like, uh, and and for me, it's I, just said, yeah, it it's me probably laugh. like a five point five. I, I okay. probably what I, I gave. Maddie, I, you might not like either. Again, uh-huh. you gotta you gotta be in the mood for that cute cutie kind of relationship I, I thing. I, I like coming in age, and if if you did my coming of age, the last five years is near the bottom. All right, all right, all right. Anyways, so, coming of uh, age is something that I shouldn't like anymore. I know I shouldn't like anymore. Yeah, I, I'm I feel susceptible. that's going to last for like the rest of your life, right? Like, there's just the, there's something going on there. Again, yeah. I'm gonna say like I didn't love this film. I still did not give yeah. any film a born the four. But this film, like again, when it ended, I was kind of like like I'd rather watch a summer. Me. It summer. made me feel, and I'm a heartless bastard. So if you can make me feel, you've done something right. My Would opinion. you like this more than Summer of '84? I think from an emotional level, I would. Yeah. Mm. I didn't like Summer of 84's ending. I think that yeah, turned me off. Yeah, I also don't like th- Summer of 84. It should have ended film. like I think this film, it, it's shocking, but it kind of, it, it works too, the, the ending on this one. Um, yeah, I think this is the only film, I'm trying to even think, from horror films, it's the only film that actually made me feel anything. And for general, yeah, it's one of the few general ones that made me feel anything too, so. Anyway. All right. um, I just wanted to say. It was uh, a Wolf Parade song. Okay, I get it. <laughs> Uh, two documentaries. If I was including documentaries, these Flesh two and blood? would have been in my top ten. No, what's that one? That's the one about the uh, who's the guy uh, Adams. Oh, yeah, oh, blood Adams. and flesh. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That was fantastic. That documentary that would have been easily top, maybe even three for me. Right? That might have been my number one film if I was including yeah. documentaries. It's a really fascinating documentary about Al Adamson. He was pretty much this, probably not even B, like C or D C, grade. Yeah. Director Severin actually released it. They released a box set of like most of his films, and it's like four hundred bucks That's or something. Crazy! I wanted to get it, but I you're just, not going to watch any of these movies. Yeah, they're, right? they're they're bad movies, and I contemplated. I actually yeah. had it ordered for like I found it a bit cheaper. Did he do Blackenstein? Was he that him? Did do Blackenstein? I think yeah. yeah. But this documentary they made as well with this, but it, it stands out on its own. But it's yeah, it's it, it goes over all the films he made, so you kind of learn about this guy. But then it ends up being this true crime where this guy like murders him that was like obsessed with him and tried to like kind of become him. Yeah. He started like wearing his clothes and driving his car. And so it's just, it starts out on like this B movie director and it ends on this true crime. And yeah, I thought it was just really well put together. Um, The other one I really dug was tales of the uncanny, um, which I think you would dig Maddie. It pretty much goes over the history of anthology films. Like it starts in the beginning, oh, cool. and it just runs down like all the main anthology films. Unfortunately, a lot of it was done on Zoom, which sounds uh, like it would be really shit. And I was worried about that. I'm like, this is going to be horrible. Yeah. It it didn't actually bother me once you get into it because the good thing is too, Zoom allowed them to get all these bigger actors and directors that they probably wouldn't have got. Oh, cool. But yeah, if if you just if you're an anthology fan, you'll Check love it, it. And it's just one of those ones if you don't if you kind of know the main anthologies. This goes over like everything. So by the end, you're an expert and you probably know some that you uh, want to find out about. So I uh, totally recommend those two documentaries. Awesome. A couple other ones, uh, New Mutants, I enjoyed. I haven't checked that out yet. I've heard it's it was not terrible. As, it's not as bad as everyone says. Yeah. I had fun with it. Did you guys watch Scare Me? Yeah. 
Yeah. It seemed like such an interesting idea for a movie, but the stories themselves were kind of terrible. So I yeah. thought she was great. She was amazing. Yeah, I liked her. Like even her story was the best story of the three. If you they had better, yeah, if they had better stories. Like if yeah. you, if if your movie is giving me nothing but you telling a story, Makes it better be a good stories. fucking story. There was something about that that just made me go yeah. like he's clearly making this movie so he can star in it. Yeah, and. It never really is successful on that level, no. but she, she steals the show. She for steals. Sure. She's unbelievable in it. Yeah, um, Love and Monsters was kind of. I'm a big mm. monster guy. I like the monster design. Everything else, I didn't care about. I didn't really care about mm. the kid's journey. I didn't care about. They, they would introduce cool characters, and then they would just disappear five minutes later. And it's like, well, why are you bothering wasting time introducing people? But I, I like the monsters. Did you guys watch Come to Daddy? I didn't get a chance to say that no. One, no. So Come to Daddy almost made my list. I'd be curious to... I was hoping... One of us checked it out? Yeah. See, it didn't seem like you loved that mm. much, so I was like, yeah. I think I gave it, it three and a half. Like, uh. I think Elijah Wood's really great in it. It's kind of weird. Steve McCaddy's yeah. weird and fucking good in it. It's, just, it's Elijah Wood just killing it in the horror department these yeah, days. Yeah, Michael like, Smiley's awesome in it. Like, part of me goes, fuck shit. Like, those last six through ten... I could have moved anything yeah. in and out, and that one feels like I could have seen one of you guys liking a fucking lot, and yeah. and that I w- we would have got to talk about it. I I I didn't know if you had seen it or not, yeah. but mm. uh, Freaky. Anyone see Freaky? No. The one where Vince Vaughn switches. Oh, it's kind of right, a fun right, yeah. idea. Like a he switches it with the, yeah. I had fun with it. Yeah. It wasn't. Uh, Oh, so you did see it? I did see it, yeah. What about Vampires in the Bronx? The Netflix I didn't one? check that one out either. No. I thought it might be your thing. Yeah. It, it, it was trying to be Lost Boys, but just not. <laughs> didn't quite hit the uh, highs. Um, Dark and the Wicked was on a lot of people's list, but I didn't Ooh. I found yeah. that very disappointing. Yeah. Like, yeah very I, disappointing. I didn't. I, I kept. I was hoping that one we wouldn't have to talk about. Yeah. What about uh, An- Antebellum? That was on a couple of our lists for Anticipated. Man, so di- such a big disappointment. I, there's stuff I liked about it. There was elements I liked about it. I thought it went too far, though. Like It almost made it to like when she... You know, by the time this character succeeds, it's like what she's went through, though, it's like, did she really succeed? Like I, I think it went, almost went too far in that stuff that... I don't know. No, I, we I, don't. It, we don't need. The, I don't need to see a lot of that. I don't know. I think they could have did something interesting with I that. I don't think the allegorical stuff worked as well at all because it just gets fucking blown apart so quickly even though that's like a good twist and a good thing i, I love J- janelle monet like as as a musician which is uh, you know you reference a lot but yeah i i that opening there's, there's first mi- shot is beautiful. yeah there's a middle part though where it goes to the i don't know if i'm spoiling the present time is that a spoil yeah that stuff was so bad like her and her friends that yeah. was like 10 15 minutes of the worst <laughs> like the switch is good like the switch, like the- yeah, sure. But I just meant like yeah. that fifteen minutes, like hanging out with those people. I wanted to shoot myself. I couldn't. <laughs> I couldn't deal with it. That that was the worst fifteen minutes of filmmaking of twenty twenty. Um, Gretel and Hansel, your uh, uh, your boy. Oh man, like I think I've overvalued Gretel and Hansel to be honest. Yeah, it was. It Did was you guys okay. watch Becky? Oh, oh, I hated that one. Oh yeah, I-, I thought I enjoyed a lot more. I was kind of excited for that one too, and I. Did I not think like Lulu it. Wilson is like awesome. Uh, and and seeing her just beat up all of these fucking adults, I Kevin Kevin James, I didn't. Yeah. Kevin James is bad in this. Yeah, like yeah. I didn't. I thought he he was terrible. 
I never thought. I don't know. I didn't like that movie at all. Yeah, yeah. Like, is he, is he good in anything? Is the question. I'm like, wondering. no, but I thought people yeah. were kind of selling. Like, uh, wow, you're never gonna look at Kevin James the same way. And like, I still uh, found him goofy. He's the same dude. When he gets on fire in that movie, <laughs> and it goes on, like this. This is amazing to me because it, it's like, oh, out of Kings and Queens. Oh no, did uh, Jerry Stiller came yeah. back from the dead to set him on fire? <laughs> yeah. That's great. Uh, the rental, Dave Frankel. No, some people like that one a lot. Oh, did, um, did you not see that one? No, I did see it. I, I didn't. I'm saying, yeah, a lot of. Oh, these I'm just are things the ones you that, like, saw. These yeah. are ones that, like I heard people praise that I didn't really love. Um, I, that's a cast that I like everybody in it, and it seems like it's a good movie. It was okay it, to me. It didn't know what it wanted to be. It was like trying to be this scary thriller, and then trying to be an '80s slasher. And it's like. But it wasn't fun enough and interesting enough to be an '80s slasher with Good Enough Kills. But and then the thriller aspects, it kind of threw those away. And the away. drama so like, aspects are yeah, like terrible. Pick, pick, pick one or the other to me, like. It seemed like, I don't know, a Bad Hair. Anyone see that one? No. That was kind of an interesting... Uh, it was okay. That was a film that started out interesting where this this woman gets a weave and I'm like, and then the hair is killing people. I'm like, this Oh, is, yeah, hell to pay. But there's there's kind of like... It kind of reminded me of Starry Eyes almost where it's yeah. this woman like, how far do you want to go to get further in, in your career? And it was fascinating. But then like the end, it just went too far with CGI. Yeah hair bat like it just got really stupid it's like it was like i think you would dig the first half you'd be like wow this is amazing and then i think the last half you'd be like wow i was apart. thinking the opposite okay you said cgi hair and i was like i've been waiting <laughs> yeah, for my yeah. CGI it's hair about moment. time <laughs> what about a vi- vivarium i haven't seen it that's um yeah jesse, uh, jesse eisenberg and immigrant Imm- that is like did you watch it yeah it's um there's some interesting ideas, but it's like, what a dull, bleak, why am I wasting my time? Like, you'll get a half an hour and you'll be like, kill me now. Yeah. Or something happened or kill me now. Right. Nothing happened. Because I like them together, too. Because I like that movie, uh, the, the Artist Self-Defense, last yeah, year. Yeah, that was really I like that, too. Yeah, no, that, that's... But uh, I didn't like it. I, again, I had problems with that because it, it... She's being wasted more than Jesse Eisenberg. Yeah. I feel that, too, right? Uh, Hunter Hunter is one that a lot of people loved. I thought that was mm. fucking. The end's supposed to be crazy, right? Yeah, the last like scene, but it's like everything else is like what a bore. The Beach House. Anyone see that one? No, yeah. that one had some praise. It was kind of interesting about like a parasite in the, in the water. But yeah, it was okay. Um, and then yeah, she dies tomorrow. Some people really liked it more. The art crowd. I that was probably my worst film of the year. Do you guys watch porno? Um, I wanted to see that one. How was that? Eh, it was it was okay. It felt <laughs> a little too um, indie. You know what I'm saying? Do you guys watch Fantasy Island? No. <laughs> After your glowing yeah, review, yeah, you kind of made so sure that that's one. the worst movie I saw. <laughs> yeah, I think there was that one. There was Turning, and there was You Should Have Left. That were like, okay, I'm going to stay away. Honestly, from those. Mm-hmm. the Turning after watching. The Haunting of Hill House, uh, Bly Mount Manor, yep. or whatever it's called, which is good. And then The Innocence, which is fucking classic. Amazing. And then The Turning is the same thing. And Mackenzie Davis, who is one of my favorite actresses, I think she's fucking unstoppable. But this movie stopped her. <laughs> like, like she's trying. She's giving her all, but it's so ridiculous. Finn, uh, whatever, Wolf. Uh, from like a Stranger Things? Oh my God, he's so bad in this. Oh no. And, and it's... It's batshit. It's batshit bad. Like, terrible. One of the worst things you're going to watch. And then the credits start, and they're like another batshit crazy. Like, everything <laughs> is batshit crazy and bad. Um, I almost had to give it credit for, like, being huh. that bad, you know, in a way. I, I at least got something out of being like, what the fuck were they thinking? Like, Fantasy Island is just like, 
Holy fuck, this is so incompetent. But that one was like, you, you might want to watch it just to see how yeah. fucking bad it is in wild ways. What about uh, Fingers? Did you I, was see just, that I was thinking about the, the best line out of this year came from that movie. It's like, I got you a $80 gift card to like Best Buy. I figure like 10 bucks a finger. I don't know what I was thinking. I'm sorry. I should have undervalued your fingers. <laughs> <laughs> I don't. I don't know. It's about. I've heard weird. It's, it's weird. so fucked up, man. Like you don't know where it's going, and you don't know why this guy's getting his fingers cut off, and why he's not saying anything to anybody. Yeah, it was strange. What about Veronica? <laughs> <laughs> Did you watch it? No, I actually. This picked, is Don's uh, Inc., right? Yeah, yeah I, I picked this up for like I think seven bucks, brand oh, new. Oh, that's crazy. Because uh, I think it comes with CD. Because I've heard how bad it is. Like I've heard. It's the worst movie of the year. So I, I wanted it, to watch. I was close. If I had time to watch one more film, that was going to be it. I have I didn't seen get to it. Uh, porn movies with better like camera angles and like better lighting than this. Did you guys watch The Wretched? No, I heard okay things about that one. Yeah, I thought that was pretty not um, so good. Okay. Uh, any, other, uh, <laughs> any other gems or should we uh, get going? Yeah, just a couple I didn't see, but yeah. after Midnight, I heard good things about yeah. um, Amulet. This might not be horror synchron- synchronic, uh, the um, Benson and Moore film, but it might be more. It might be the next movie list, so maybe I'll get a chance to get mm-hmm. to it. I don't know if it actually is horror. The pool sounded kind of interesting, but I heard it's not fun. Where a guys trapped in a pool with a, an alligator, oh, like the, awesome. the, the the water's been drained, so love it's him pools. To kick it up. So <laughs> I love alligators. A- Attack of the Demons is one I really wanted to see, and I could not find, find it. it anywhere. This is done by Eric Power, who did Path of the Blood. Which was a, a samurai film that's all done with paper. Huh. And he did this horror film that's kind of like this 80s demons flick. The whole thing is done with cut out paper. Hmm. Just looked kind of fascinating and kind of fun, but I, I could not find it. And then the uh, the only other one that I heard stuff about was... Sea Fever? Did either you Yeah, see? that one I, I didn't see. No. I heard good things. Um, Spyro and Uncle Peckerhead. And Spree? Spree. Oh, yeah, I want yeah, to check out Spree. Yeah, I've, I've heard, heard terrible things. Uh, and what, you watch, did you mention Swallow? I saw Swallow. It's, it's not, it's not a horror film. No? No. Uh, Sputnik, I heard good things about too. That's like a Russian kind of space horror. The Boy Part 2. Come on. None of us oh, watched The Boy yeah. Part 2. That fucking, apparently that throws away. Did you away watch every, it? No, apparently uh, it throws away everything they set up in the first film and does it's like, it now is like, it becomes a supernatural horror film or some bullshit. Uh, uh, anything for Jackson I heard good things about. I don't know if you guys heard of that mm. one. No. Um, I think that's... Oh, of course, The Craft Legacy. Right. Oh, the Witches didn't come out this year, did it? Yeah. It did. Oh. I didn't get a chance to see that. Um, yeah, I kind of want to say that one, but I, I didn't hear... I heard it's like the it's like the old film, but just with CGI. Yeah. And, so. and the only other one was uh, Deerskin. I haven't heard of that one. That was like another one of those Quentin Depuis, like he did... Uh, rubber and okay. okay, I haven't seen uh, wrong. So it's it's absurdist kind of yeah. killer kind of thing, but it, it's it's had its best review since rubber. Rubber, awesome, yeah. uh, cool. Well, yeah. Do you guys have anything else? Or? Uh, if you um, have any 2020 movies that we forgot or that you really dug, you can email us at uh, moviecitymaniacs at gmail dot com. Yeah, we're on uh, Facebook. Just search Movie City Maniacs and uh, Instagram at Movie City Maniacs. Um, so yeah, I guess uh, our number one picks were spontaneous possessor. Uh, <laughs> Zoom. 
He's already forgot yeah, about no, it. No, no, Zoom. No. <laughs> host. <laughs> it's a single word. <laughs> host. That's what I felt. I felt. Yeah. That's the yeah. most 2020. Yeah, exactly. yeah. So yeah, not the best year, but um. Anyways, we'll be back with our general top ten overall picks uh, next week. Hopefully, it's more exciting. Yeah. No, probably not. Stay scared, guys. <laughs> Stay scared. That's actually the first time <laughs> there's been no... Uh, I know. Uh, yeah, we do it again. Yeah, maybe just do it again and add <laughs> yeah, something yeah, fun yeah, at the yeah, end Yeah, there. yeah, yeah, exactly. Not being serious. <laughs> Are you actually being serious? Yeah. He got it perfect. Yeah, yeah, fuck off. <laughs> Welcome, everyone. <laughs> <laughs> can you can do it again, but add something funny at the beginning. See, yeah, I'm like that prick director that even if you got it on <laughs> yeah, yeah, your first time, yeah. I would make you do it a hundred times yeah. just David to be Fincher an asshole. Yeah. yeah. Beer o'clock? I love that you have three friends in Kyle. Like I have like three friends total, and two of them are in this room. <laughs> Let alone three. Well, with the, the way he name. treats us, it's no wonder. <laughs> I'm, a ni- I'm nice to you compared to other people. <laughs> this episode just puts me in a bad mood. <laughs> I don't. I'm not even enjoying talking about my top ten. You saw how excited I was talking about Chuck Norris or something, that's man. That's true. We need, that's why we need something like that that like, brightens right. me up, okay. and Everything's so bleak and serious. I don't think my number five <laughs> is going to do this for you, though. No. Uh, La Lorna.